Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. We made it back from the spooky boozer for another show this evening. Um, we've got a new phone number, so I thought we'd just take call straight to air tonight to celebrate. You up for some of that? Good-o. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You've heard him on the radio. You've seen him on television. You've heard him on the podcast. Live in London, Ian Lee. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my own So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Friday's show was interesting, wasn't it? We'll talk about yesterday's show in a bit. And the um, spooky goings-on, or otherwise. Um, lots to talk about. In fact, we've got a new phone number, so we'll, we'll, we'll give out the new phone number. It's cheaper. It may even be free for some people if it's included in your package. So we'll take calls straight to air all night. But just hold off. Just give me ten minutes. Just give me ten minutes to, um, to start the show before we... Uh, you start doing the straight to air. So just hang on a second. Just just give me ten give me ten minutes, line one. Hello? Hello. Yes, hello. 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 Yes, hello. 
Can you give me ten minutes? I can give you ten minutes. Okay, then. I'll speak to you in ten minutes. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Put the... Put the... Fu- put the phone down. Oh. Thank you very much indeed. Hang on. Line two, can you give me ten minutes? Not really, mate, no. Oh, uh, well... I've got to do a little up- update on what happened last week, so I just need ten minutes. All right, then. Should I call back in ten minutes? Would that be all right? Go on, then. I'm, I am due uh, for my medication in bed shortly, but I will try. OK, well, we'll look forward to speaking to you in ten minutes. Yeah, whatever. OK. So... Friday show. <clears throat> um, gosh, what a lot has happened since Friday. I've, I've dressed up as Shaggy at a, 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 an event in London. Um, I've been up to a haunted pub and um, <laughs> been thoroughly disappointed by what I didn't see. But the last half an hour of um, Friday show, if you heard it, and I know loads of you did, and I know that you um, may have heard it on the podcast. And you'll probably want a little update. For those who missed it, what happened was, uh, Jerry, who's a regular caller and a regular listener, um, and he's got Parkinson's and he lives in a care home, or he's, he's um, uh, having respite care in a care home, um, he phoned us up. Last half hour of the show on Friday, straight to air, he phoned us up and said that um, he was on the floor and he'd wet himself and... Um, could we call up the care home to ask them to go and um, help get him up? Which we did. And we thought it would be a nice, simple, straightforward, Jerry's upstairs, could you go and help him? He's on the floor, tried to get to the bathroom, and um, and couldn't make it. Well, if you were listening, you will have heard... The most frustrating and heartbreaking 20, 25 minutes of um, us talking to Jerry while we all waited uh, and anticipated the uh, the carers from the care home going in and um, cleaning him up and helping him get into bed. All we wanted them to, do, we, all we needed to hear was them going and going. Oh, you're right, Jerry. Um, um, let's let's get you ready, let's get you into bed, and then we could have hung up and said goodnight and got on our merry way. But we never heard that. Instead, what we heard was Jerry lying on the floor for quite a long time, with not a lot happening. Then we heard some whispering and muffled conversation outside. Then we kind of heard someone going in and then someone going out and then someone going in and giving Jerry the bell. You get when you're in a these times you get a little little buzzer. It's on a long cable, you get a little buzzer and that's your bell and you use that to call for help. And then they went out and um we all kind of got well I got more frustrated, more upset and angrier as um it went on. And I was 
it was mad hearing it. It was really weird hearing it because well, there's nothing else I could do. We toyed with the idea of calling 101 or 999 or something like that, and that didn't seem appropriate. Um, and literally, I mean, you couldn't have timed it better. The, the dying moments of the show, a male nurse, I think, picked up the phone, um, found out he was on the radio and went, oh, I don't think this call's appropriate, and put the phone down on us. <laughs> put the phone down on me. Um, which was, was, was rude. But in his defence... I can understand why he would want to put the phone down. You know, if, if he was then going to s- jump into action and help Jerry get up and cleaned him into bed, then I would, I could understand that. Um, you know, and you don't, if you don't want to be on the live radio, you don't have to be. You're well within your right to say, no, I don't think so. Um, but what was annoying was, after the show, straight after the show, we phoned up the care home again. And the first call lasted about five minutes. There was a lot of toing and froing, a lot of people passing us. And I ended up speaking to that gentleman again. And um, he was angry. He was angry. And I'm not sure why. Couldn't quite work out why. I asked him if my friend Jerry was clean and in bed. And... He said he didn't have to tell me that. He also used the phrase, listen, pal. <laughs> oh! I said, no, 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 don't don't speak to me like that. And I was angry, but I was keeping it in check. Listen, pal, I don't have to tell you anything. Um, uh, And then he put the phone down on me again, second time. Right? And he'd asked, are we on air? And I said, no, 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 we're not on air. This is just us now talking. Uh, then I swore quite a bit. And then I calmed down and I phoned him up again. And um, he wouldn't really let me get a word in edgewise. He was uh, he was quite aggressive, obviously very defensive. Um, uh, wouldn't I mean? I basically what I wanted to know was was Jerry clean and was he getting put in bed? And and he refused to answer um, that question. Uh, me and Kath sat. We're back here for about another hour after the show, kind of feeling. We didn't phone back again. He cut me off again. The third time he hung up on me. I tried one more time, but they, they'd switched the phones off or they, the, the, the phone wasn't ringing. So we thought, well, there's no point in phoning again. And we don't want to make things too difficult um, for, for Jerry. But we've got this audio and um, this is, you know, an incredible thing to listen to. And I'm worried about um, a friend of mine, you know, a friend, because Jerry's been calling me for six, seven years. And... Um, we went into action. Team force. And um, Catherine... Here comes a cup of tea. Thank you, Ed. Catherine um, put the whole thing into a podcast and got that up immediately. Normally it takes a bit longer, and we, but she just whacked it out and it was brilliantly done. Um, we knew the name of the care home because we had the number and so we could find the name of the care home and, and we immediately um, looked at the, the, the ways to contact the care home. We found the, uh, the name of the chief executive who runs the company. It's a private company. We found their Twitter feed. We found the local MP and we found Parkinson's UK. And we sent that evening, the hour after we stayed and, um, over the weekend, Catherine, um, brilliantly sent the link, the last 20 minutes, 25 minutes of Friday show to everybody that could possibly be involved with um, Jerry's care. Why did it upset me so much? I'll be honest, I had a little cry on, uh, on Friday when the show had finished, out of frustration, but also because, as you know, my mum's in a care home, 
and um, I would hate to think of her lying on the floor in her own urine. You know. Um, and I know things have happened at my mum's care home, including the robbery, including something else that happened. Ro- robbery by a member of staff. But um, I'd like to think we're on top of those. So I was upset because it could be my mum, you know, and it made me made me realise just how vulnerable my mother is. I was also upset because Jerry's the same age as me. No, he's not. He's older than me. He's a year older than me. So he's an old man. He's 44. But Jerry's the same age as me, right? And um, it could have been my mum. It could have been me. It could have been you. We don't know where we're going to be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years' time. You don't know where you're going to be in, 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 a, in a week. All it takes is for you to um, fall down the stairs or step out in front of a bus or have a bad car crash or you go to the doctor's because your right arm's a bit numb and he says, oh, yeah, you've got MS. We've got no idea what's around the corner for us at all, do we? So it it could have been us and and it just breaks my heart that, that, um, you know, we should be looking after our most vulnerable members of society. And in that case... Um, we weren't. By coincidence, it just happened to be a bloke that's that's uh, called the show for the last six or seven years, um, and I felt kind of, and he was the same age as me, and I felt kind of a kinship um, with him. Anyway, lots has happened. Lots and lots has happened. I'll tell you what I can tell you, and it's not a lot, but I can tell you some bits after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to tell you the name of the home. I'm not going to tell you the private um, company that runs it. Um, And I'm not going to give you any of the names of the people that are involved in it. Yet. Yet. Um, Because they are launching an investigation. And I want to give them the um, chance to do a thorough investigation, and then they will be invited. They've already been invited, but they're holding off. They will be invited to come on the show and tell us exactly what happened. My prediction, they won't come on the show. They will send us a statement, but I don't know that. That's me kind of guessing. Um, So, let me read you the email, the second email, that was sent from the chief executive of the company that runs Jerry's unit, okay? So this is the big boss. And she sent us one email, um, and then she revised a bit of it. So this is the revised one that I have here. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I have. It, it goes on for a little bit, but I think it's worth reading. I have listened to your playback of the call to Late Nights with Ian Lee, spelled Ian wrong, doesn't matter, I'm not wrong, by a patient who you know as Jerry at our care unit. Thanks for contacting me directly. Your care, concern and action for his well-being is clear. I can assure you that Jerry is safe and with no after-effects. However, like your programme team and listeners, I was left with questions about what happened. I don't have all the answers yet, but I am looking into it. Meanwhile, let me provide what information I have been given. First, as you have raised the question, I assure you and the listeners that there is no question of Jerry, as you know him, because he uses a different name, he likes to make things tricky for us, being in any sort of trouble or facing any repercussions from the care team as a result of the call. 
If he has any concerns in that respect, he is able to speak to the unit manager or to an independent authority, such as social services, who we understand have visited him this weekend. Well, as we understand, social services haven't visited him this weekend, so we need to look into that. Turning to the call him itself, it's important to point out that it's not unusual for the gentleman to place himself on the floor by choice. It was therefore not immediately apparent to staff that he wanted to be assisted to get up, particularly as he was still using the phone, which may explain why they made sure he had his call bell placed next to him. There may have been some misunderstanding. However, we are still looking into why they did not immediately assist him. Of course, you remember if you listened to it, they didn't ask him if he wanted to be on the floor. They didn't say, are you right down there? Do you want us to help you? There was none of that. Jerry's coming on in a second, by the way, so we can put all this to him. We will also be looking at why there was a delay between the call being made and care staff arriving to assist him. It seems that some of the delay has been around confusion as you gave the name you know him by, Jerry, which is not his real name, so staff couldn't identify who had the issue. They even checked the care home next door for a resident by the name of Jerry. It's my understanding. Jerry is, is kind of his nickname that he uses, but the care home would have known. When you're in a care home, you are asked, or your um, your friends and family are asked, by what name would you like to be known? My mum is my mum's a Linda, and they do. You want to, are you a Lynn? Are you a Linda? Are you what? What do you have? You got a nickname? What do you like us to call you? So, anyway, I can con- confirm that staff who are familiar with this patient do not know him as Jerry, but by his real name. You suggested that the confusion may have been because there were agency staff on duty. In fact, there was a mix of permanent staff and agency staff together, and the agency staff were long-standing regulars who also knew the patients. The person who answered your call had no patient listed by the name of Jerry and did not know anyone of that name, hence some of the delay. Well, that's um, that's two paragraphs about kind of one of the one of the lesser points of the whole thing, really, the length of time it took to get there. I understand that being unable to get a response from the nurse in attendance or subsequently made your anxiety all the greater, but I can appreciate how this arose as the staff did not know of the relationship Ian Lee has with Jerry, and in any event, all of our staff are trained in patient confidentiality. I would suggest asking a member of staff, can you tell me is the patient um, still lying in their own piss or have you cleaned them and put them in bed? I would suggest that wouldn't be a breach of patient confidentiality to share that. Uh, All of our staff are trained in patient confidentiality, which makes clear that they cannot give out any personal details other than to relatives. However, I think that they might reasonably have indicated he had not come to any harm without breaching confidentiality. I've had a lengthy discussion with the unit manager today, nearly there, and this further context seems to give a somewhat different perspective to what we heard. My initial inquiries will be followed by a more detailed investigation, and until that is complete... I would stress that my initial response is based on that conversation. I'm sure you will appreciate that it is proper and fair to all concerned to ensure this is looked into thoroughly. Having said that, I know you and your listeners will be anxious for some feedback, so I wanted to give you some information quickly. I can assure you this has been raised properly by our local staff, both internally and externally to relevant uh, independent bodies like social services. Excuse me, I will revert with a full update in due course. Jerry's on the line listening to that. Hello, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Do you know what upsets me? Go on. I'm having an apology. I'm having one apology. So seriously, I haven't even spoke to me, wrote to me, or phoned me. 
nobody's phoned me. No one's, I don't even know whether sister's, sister's been contacted. I don't know. And just, there's no apology in that letter. It's I, just, um, I can tell you why there's no apology. Go on. Because when a company apologises, that means they're taking, they're, they're accepting, they're accepting liability. They're accepting that they were, they were wrong, and that then leaves them open for, for litigation. Remember I told you when my mum was still living at home, she had two carers would go in, and they robbed her. I told you they robbed her. They nicked about three yeah. grand out of her bank account and all her jewellery. Now, the head of that company refused to apologise to my mother. He refused, and I always thought he was a decent bloke. I remember thinking he was a decent, down-to-earth, straight-talking bloke. He never said sorry to my mum. Even when the women, one of the women had gone to court and went to prison for it. She went to prison. Uh, the guy still wouldn't apologise. I remember phoning him up and saying, I, I can't remember what his name was, it said it was Steve. Stephen, I'm disgusted by the fact that you can't even phone my mother up and just say sorry for what happened to her. So these companies, Jerry, they don't like. They, they once they say sorry, they're saying it was our fault. We did wrong. You, yeah, all that, if this, all if this, le- go on. Sorry, Jerry. All that letter does is try and clip away to blaming me. Try to blame who? You? Yeah. Well, uh, 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 listen. We're mitigating, mitigating. The, in the fairness, system. in fairness to the, the the woman who sent us this letter, right? She mm. she got back in touch with Catherine really, really quickly, and she's been in touch with Catherine a couple of times. So I have to give her um, respect for that, and I have to give her the benefit of the doubt that she is seriously looking into this and taking this as a serious claim, okay, as a serious um, concern, all right? Did you receive anything this afternoon? Did we okay. receive anything this afternoon? No. Because of, they've come to me and asked how can we resolve this. Who, uh, who is, don't give us any names, but what, someone from the company? Uni manager and the, uni manager and the Okay. Manager. How can they resolve this? What do, what, 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 what do they mean to resolve room. it? What, 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 um, how can, what, what, what does that mean? How can we resolve this? What, 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 I don't I understand. I don't know, I wonder, I wonder what something's happened. Again, well, we've also spoken to the Care Quality Commission, the CQC, who, um, are responsible for hospitals and care homes and all kinds of things to make sure they're up to standard. And I know that when we were driving back from um, uh, Macclesfield today, that Catherine spoke to a gentleman from the CQC. I also believe that the local MP has been in contact with the, the care home itself. We, Catherine, again, has been in touch with the local MP, um, and he has spoken to the care home. So, oh, they're, a, me. they're aware... Yeah, it would be. They're aware... It was interesting, and I, I, some of you may be following me on Twitter, and you will have seen that um, I posted a picture of me and Jerry today, because we came and visited you, Catherine and I. We were in Macclesfield last night, and you were about half an hour away from us. We thought, oh, let's go in and see um, Jerry, and it's nice to meet you after, you know, talking to you for six or seven years. Um, and w- w- you, <laughs> we were impressed that you were getting such 
good yeah. treatment. But you you were telling us it's not normally like that. Yeah, we're doing the royalty. I was teaching like royal, royalty. Come again. <laughs> Come again. Come every day. I mean, I, I, I think they knew who we were because obviously we had to sign in and we had to give our names. Mm. And I believe the names Ian and Catherine will be um, quite well known by everybody that was there. Say that again, Jerry. Flagged up, your, your name will be flagged up straight away. Yes, exactly. Um, I've got nothing else to report at the moment, Jerry. The thing about you lying on the floor, just because they say you, you like to lie on the floor, just, just, just tell me in the listener about that. Do you like to lie on the floor? Yes, when your drugs are kicking in, but not when late at night. So, you, what time of the day would you normally lie on the floor? It's about I'm just taking me drugs, go to drugs fights at night. It's the way my drugs are kicking in, just after relax me back. Remember you saying that I lean forward to come? Yeah. I said I lean forward, get me, get me back. Yeah. And just but night time is just exhaustion. Yeah. That's what. So sometimes you lie. Context. Sometimes you lie on the floor because it helps when uh, what when you stiffen up. Come down me free. They call to freeze. Right. And just go still. Right. And then suddenly come out. What's interesting, though, as well, of course, is when Catherine did phone them up on Friday night, she told them that you'd fallen on your way to the loo. So she'd explain the situation. Um, And the thing for me is there was no compassion shown. There was no care shown from what we heard in that phone call. And also they didn't come in and go, all right, Jerry, do you want to be on the floor? No? Are are you wet? There, There was none of... There was none of that, which I would consider to be uh, a, a, an absolute basic. And having seen you as well, how many people does it normally take to lift you? Two? Two. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, you're not a big lad. Um, and um, you said, you told me it took about another ten minutes after the show ended before they got you cleaned up and put you in bed. Yeah. And also... After the news of one's off saying, this sound of water is called National Radio. Oh, say that again. This out of road is called National Radio. Was that TV. was that the gentleman I spoke yeah. to? Right. So the gentleman I spoke to who hung up on me three times said, This is out of order. He's called National Radio. And he come back and he said, You've got your bow. Why didn't you come in your bow? Didn't tell him that they passed me the bow. He said, You've got your bow, why did you read during National Radio? My job's on the line. Is that what he said? Yeah. Good. I'm glad his job's on the line, because he's not, he's not caring. He's a carer. He's not caring. And here's the thing that gets me, Jerry. I'm, now I'm getting angry again, right? Is, um, your body is screwed up, yeah? Your body doesn't do what you want it to do. But your head, you, you're in, you know, your, your, your brain is fully functioning, isn't it? Yeah, we had a good, had yeah. a good laugh today. You, you've got a terrible sense of humour. I'm going to be honest with you, Jerry. You tell some awful, awful jokes, but I can't hold that against you. But it's not as if you're away with the fairies. You're there. You're present. It's just your body, because of the Parkinson's, is doing all kinds of stuff. And and anybody, anybody that lives in a care home, whether they've got Parkinson's or MS or uh, dementia or ev- everybody is a human being that is allowed to do what they want. You're not there because you're a prisoner. You're not there because you've you've committed some hideous crime. You're there because you've got bad DNA. That's what you're there for. And if you want to phone a national radio station at half past 12 at night, if you want to phone Kuala Bloody Lumpur at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're allowed to do it. You're allowed to do it. 
Australia, 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 and knowing that you could be my mum, you could be me, you could be any of the people watching me on Periscope. You could, you could happen. You just need a bad bit of luck, and, and all of us could be there to hear that you are treated um, no better than a prisoner. You know what scares me? Go on. I'm able to voice my concerns. There's people who can't speak. Yeah. There's people who can't speak. People in their own house. Yeah. Having care coming in. Dementia. It's a nightmare. It is. It is, and it 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 breaks my heart, man. And it breaks my heart. It really does. Um, but also, this they, 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 they this is the second draft of this email we were sent. The first draft mentions um, that you were lying on the floor with a pillow. Pillow. And you weren't, were you? No. No. The pillow was taken out the second draft, the, the second email we got. She, she, the, 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 the head of this company said, oh, I've revised it slightly. And she took the bit out about the pillow being on the floor, which makes me think they're already, you know, someone is already changing a story. Jerry, you've seen the, the love for you on Twitter. I saw, I, I got people to, to send you a load of love and it freaked you out when you went back to Twitter. Um, we're not letting this go, man. Thanks very much. As long as you want us to do this, we will do this for you. I'm sure I live And you can call... Uh, listen. It's always gets busy when you're on the phone. It's always... You don't get busy. <laughs> but listen, yeah, you can call us as well just to twat around and, and stuff and do, and do stupid stuff. You haven't got to call us about this, OK? So don't feel that this issue defines our relationship on the air. You can still phone up and talk rubbish, OK? So what, what I'll do some weightlifting do some of the oh, God, no, don't. please don't do another <laughs> Nigel but um, trust us that, that Catherine has played an absolute blinder over the weekend she's done all the legwork over the weekend uh, we are in touch with all of these people we're going to chase up um, uh, uh, th- th- this head of the the, 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 com- the care company um, I know that uh, uh, we have spoken to Parkinson's UK and I know that they are hopefully at some point going to try and get in touch with you um, but if you like say you can get through your session if they'll Oh, I'm going to get take part. I think we know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people on your side, Jerry. And Thank you. Um, Thank everyone who's supporting me. We're going to... Um, it, was a real, it was a real pleasure and a privilege to uh, come and sit with you for 40 minutes today and watch you um, spill a milkshake everywhere. Got fun and talk about Pete Waterman. <laughs> we did. We did. in Coventry. We did. We did. It was fun. Jerry, I love you, man. I'm going to speak to you soon. Okay, take care. Take care, thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. We're not gonna let that go anywhere, guys. That ain't going nowhere. Right. We're gonna have a quick break, then it's called straight to air all evening. You ready? Good. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here we go. We've got a brand new number. At last, the bosses have listened. They've given us a cheaper telephone number. For some of you, this number might even be free if it's included in your bundles and your packages. What that means is A. We're going to get more callers to this show, okay? B, straight to air is going to go nuts. C, the station as a whole is going to get more callers. It's it's almost it could be free to phone up and prank Julia Hartley Brewer. It could be free. 
You could phone up Julia Hartley Brewer and say rude things down the photo, and it won't cost you a penny. The new number. They've got rid of the eight, they've put in a three. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Calls cost your standard rate or are free if included in inclusive minutes. I don't know what that means either. But what it does mean tonight is to celebrate the brand new talk radio phone number and a whole new change in the way this station is run. We're doing a whole evening of straight to air. Are you ready? Yes. Line one, you're on the wireless. This customer is connecting through the WeQ for You service. Sorry? Please don't hang up. We have a caller waiting to speak to you. Please press 1 on your telephone keypad to speak to your caller now. I don't know how to do that. This customer is connecting through the WeQ for You service. Please don't hang up. We have a... I hung up. Line 2, you're on the wireless. Oh, blimey. Line 2. Okay, well, that's going well. Line 3, you're on the wireless. Hello. Turn the wireless off. Turn your... Hello? Yes! It's off. It's off. Good! You you wouldn't be encouraging people to, um... Encouraging people to call uh, Julie Hartley Brewer and, uh... Prank her! Things, would you hear? Prank her, <laughs> spank her! Spank... Well, I don't know about spank, but... Ask her why you she blocked me on Twitter! Well, we won't get into the Twitter thing. Here. We won't get There's into the... A lot of blocking t- goes on Twitter. A lot of blocking goes on on Twitter. What yeah, you got for us, Russ? Um, well, I rang up to, uh, to just to talk about the Jerry thing, and um, I did try and get through just to say hello to him, because he's an old... i say old friend, an old radio friend. Yep. We used to talk off air um, in the past, but I lost his number, and I changed my mobile number, so we sort of lost contact. Um... But really glad to be. He sounded really good tonight. Really, really. Uh, and we met him. We went and met him. Kath and I went and I met him today. What a picture. thrill! Saw your picture. Yeah. Well, that's that's um, that's a good thing. Yes. So it's a good uh, thing. At least. Well, you know, the the, 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 ca- the fact that someone's visiting him is uh, connected to the show. It sort of uh, lets them know that he's. Uh, He's cared for, let's say. You yes, know. yes. And, uh, yes, we saw him spill milkshake all over himself. <laughs> he looked nothing like I thought he looked. He, he, and, did, um, his, he looked exactly how I imagined he looked. And I never really? get people right, but I imagined him to look exactly like that. Well, I, I was I was under the impression, like like someone else was on, on Facebook, that he was about 30 stone. The fact that they couldn't lift him up off the yeah, floor. But yeah. isn't he a, Slip of a young gentleman. Exactly. But, uh, anyway, uh, if you're listening, Jerry, great to see you back, uh, back up and running. And um, well, you know, really good. But uh, well, you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Oh, blood! I'm trying to get some momentum going. Yeah, hello, line four. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well, Ian. Uh, I wanted to say, I met you the other week, uh, you and Kath on Friday night, and uh, I, I really, really appreciate what you did for Jerry the other night. We met you on Friday night? Yeah, uh, not last Friday, the other Friday. What was going on the other Friday? I came into the uh, Talk Spot Towers. I, oh! I, I it might have been... 
Oh, I remember. I, re- and... I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Do you know? I don't even know what I did yesterday. The only reason I know what I did yesterday is because I, I was um, spent the night in a bloody haunted pub, which is quite unusual. What for was me. that all about? What was that all about, Ian? Was it was was that for real or what? Or was that that was, was that... for real? It sounded pretty spooky. It it was very very spooky. We 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 had it up on Periscope so people could see it, so they knew that we weren't doing like a skit where we were in the studio and we had pub sound effects. We were genuinely in a haunted pub, genuinely having technical problems with a top of the range piece of kit that can work in any situation and it was just going all over the place um, and we've I got the sorry for Kath. i felt sorry for Kath being upstairs yeah well we've got we're going to listen to what happened when Kath went upstairs a bit later on we got a recording when she was up there and they had their was it called a voice box a spirit box and what a spirit box is oh my god is it's a, a, an out of tune radio Really, I, I was a bit spooked by it when you said spirit box. I thought, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear, um, uh, by the way, is the podcast up of Nick? Um, did you hear Nick on the show, who was one of the uh, was one of the um, people who just rocked up in the pub and told us about his spooky experiences? I didn't hear that one, but uh, I'm going to listen to the podcast get, now. Get the, go and get the <laughs> podcast, because it was brilliant. Nick came in, and um, he said... Well, he may have, I don't know if he'd had um, something to drink, but he certainly um, sounded pished. And um, he told us about his spooky experiences. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the hat. And um, we've put it up as a podcast because it was very, very spooky. Let's take one more call, then we'll have a break. Let's go to line... Oh, guys, the lines are busy. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yes? Oh yeah, hi. Um, is this safe station? Because you uh, you don't sound like what you look like on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Babe Station. What would you like me to talk about, Big Boy? Uh, I don't really mind, to be honest. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, science and the arts. Oh no, that's too boring. There's nothing science about having a boner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is science. There's a brilliant line in. Um, there's a brilliant line in Kokomo. There's a there's a there's a uh, an erection joke in Kokomo. Um, I can't remember what the lead of it, but it goes by and by will defy a little bit of gravity. That's that's Mike Love saying he's going to have a boner. We're down in Kokomo. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's a brand new phone number. So to celebrate the fact that it's a lot cheaper than the other one, and quite possibly free, depending on your package, uh, we're doing calls straight to air all evening tonight. Um, let's go to line six. Six are on the wireless. We queue for oh. you, service. Please don't hang up. Why would you use a we queue for you service? We queue for you. Speak to your caller now. I can't. T- I can't do. Um, I can't do. I can't. Can I? Can I? I can't. Speak to you. They want me to touch number one. I can't do it. Can I? I don't have. The, can you do that? Your caller now. Catherine's going to do it. This customer is connecting through the WeQ for you mm. service. Please don't hang up. We have a Does, caller waiting to speak. To guys, you. I want to get this call. It's going to be a good call. It's going to be a good call. 
I know that much. It's got to be a good call. They're using WeQ for you. It's going to be an amazing call when it comes through. You just wait. This won't disappoint. Caller's phone is ringing. Please hold. Okay. Please hold. I'm holding. The notification is being delivered. Can we go on to WeQ for you so that we can get notified when they answer? Notification has been delivered. This is the rudest phone call I've ever taken in my life. Your caller is coming back on the line. They're not that bothered, are they? You will be connected to your caller in a moment. I don't believe Please you. Hold. I'm holding. Please hold. I'm holding. Connecting you to your caller. Here we go. It's gonna Please be, hold. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Please it's hold. It's going to be brilliant. going to be the best call of the Please night. hold. Click this, Catherine. Your caller is coming this back is the podcast. The this call. Please hold. Okay. You will be connected Oh, God! Please hold. Jeez! Please hold. I'm holding. Connecting you to Here your caller. Here we go. Here we go. Please hold. Oh. Please hold. Hey. Please hold. Oh, no. Your caller is coming back on the line. No, they're not. Please hold. What? You will be connected to your caller in a moment. Ah! Please hold. God! Please hold. No! Connecting you to your caller. Yes. Please hold. Oh! Please hold. How much longer? Please hold. What? Your caller is coming back on the line. That's a relief. Please hold. I will. You will be connected to your caller in a moment. Fantastic. Please hold. I am. Please hold. I will. Connecting you to your caller. Here we go. Please hold. I'm holding. Please hold. I will. Please hold. Uh, yes. Your caller is coming back on the ah! line. You will be connected to your caller. Ah! Please hold. Jeez! Please hold. Kill me! Connecting you to your caller. I'm in hell. Please hold. This is what my nightmares are like. Please hold. Ah! Please hold. No! Your caller is coming back on the line. No! Please hold. God! You will be connected to your caller. I'm going moment. to kill this Please caller. Hold. Literally. Please hold. With pleasure. You to your I'm caller. going to find this caller and I'm going to rip uh, their throat out and then shove the phone up their anus. hold. You will be connected to your caller in a moment. Goodbye. Let's go to line six. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hip, hip, hip. hip, hip, hip. Anyway, Ian, well done, you and Kat, for helping Jerry. I think you do a great show. Not just, you know, you, you help people as well. Do you want to punch in the nose? <laughs> hey, Maddie, you're blind, yeah? Yeah. I have, um, it, it, I've only, I've it, just... It, 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 it happened to me, um, about four years ago. Yeah. I have skimmed the service. James Buckley, right, of, um, yep. actor, and he's a brilliant yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I sent know. me a tweet today, and I meant to, mm -hmm. to research it, and I didn't, right? Mm -hmm. There is a conspiracy theory that mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder is not blind. That it's I get all... called that sometimes. Well, of course you get called Stevie Wonder. But that Stevie Wonder is not blind. That it's a conspiracy theory. And that really, uh, he can see. And then someone sent me a clip of Paul McCartney knocking over a microphone stand. And Stevie Wonder mm. catching it. You know, um, mm. May, May the 10th. Yeah, what, just gone. Is it relevant to what I've just said? Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. Right, May the 10th. Yes. Uh, listen, no. I, had a I had a letter from the DWP. 
Yes. Can you come into your local job centre? It's uh, what Stevie Wonder. What's Stevie Wonder in the local job centre seeing? Listen, listen. Anyway, they call me. In it's not connected to Stevie Wonder, is it? It, it will be sort of. They said we've, we've had a complaint. From Stevie Wonder? <laughs> of somebody. Anyway, because I catch the bus and walk around town. This is, we've, we've had a complaint that you're not blind and you bought your cane from eBay. Oh! <laughs> So they stopped all my money, Good. all my all my disability allowance, my Good. mobility. They stopped all that. Good, you scrounging they, git. Then I have to show them my blind certificate again. You got? You have to have a certificate to say me. you're blind. Yeah, genius. But yeah. Genius. And um, they've just sorted my claim out again. Yeah, but they won't back pay me. And Stevie Wonder... Well, you're saying he's not blind. And people are saying I'm not blind. Well, but Manny, as a blind man, you obviously you all talk to each other, don't you? Have you heard on the grapevine, is Stevie Wonder blind? <laughs> don't cry, don't cry, just because we found out your dirty secret, you little sight boy. Uh, let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Hello, my son, how you doing? Hey, it's only Scott's favourite caller, Bill... Who is this Scott fella? He prints T-shirts. He prints... Ah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Bloody he T-shirts. Could, he, could, he could come in handy, then. Could come in handy if you need some T-shirts. Oh, how oh. you doing, mate? Oh, oh, T-shirts. T-shirts, mate. You and that treacle, mate. What Ooh. you done for that fella? Good mm. on you. Good on you, geezer. Definitely, mate. Uncle Dan's proud of you. <laughs> who's, un- who's Dan? Oh, oh, Uncle Bill, Uncle Bill, of course. Yeah, of course. Hey, Dean, hey, Dean. I'm all right. I'm actually, I've, um, I'm a little bit farty tonight. Sorry, guys. Hey, uh, got, got the old top trumps. Uh, yeah, I've got the top trumps, yes. Yes, I have. What have you been eating? Um, Nuts. Actually, I, oh, um, mate. I, 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 I've been eating a load of rubbish. Because I had to drive back from uh, Macclesfield to my house, and then from my house, where Kath had left her car, we then had to drive to work. I've been driving, Bill, for six hours today. Six hours! Six hours, mate, from that's not too bad, son. It's, it's boring! Why didn't the treacle do no driving? Because <laughs> Treacle's not insured on my car. That's nah, all right. Nah, I don't know, would they? Nah, they wouldn't know, would they? I do, you do wonder, uh, would would they know? Well, nah, not if you went and took her down the old rubber dub dub, got her on the old five and drive, bang, behind the wheel, boss your own mate. Ian's had a nap, lovely. Literally no idea what that last sentence meant. Let's take one more call before the news. Let's go all the way back up to line number one. One, you're on the wireless. Oh, oh, hello, it's George. Hey, hey, I've got a question. Je- Jeffrey won't let me have the answer. How does a caterpillar grow? <laughs> um, well, it goes into um, a cocoon, doesn't it? Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I've seen the Times crossword. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Dale. G- g- goodbye. Thank you. Well, I mean, topical. Topical. Um, let's go all the way down to line 10. 10, you're on the wireless. Evening. Evening. 
It's uh, Kyle from uh, Rochdale slash London. Prove it. Uh, Polka. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so a couple of things. One, the original idea was to ask you what's your best slash worst experience of queuing ever. Oh. Worst worst queuing was um, queuing for the bus to take us from Euro Disney to our hotel because none of those other gits queued and we queued for forty minutes and the bus turned and there's just people standing around, lots of Germans and they don't queue in the continent. They were just standing around. I thought, I know what's going to happen when this bus comes and we're the last stop before it goes to the hotel, so it's going to be full. When this bus comes, they're all just going to push for it and they did. So um, I uh, kicked a man in the shin and said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Oh. So it was the worst queue for me was when it got violent with some Continentals. Uh, we had a, I went to uh, something in Manchester today, yeah. and uh, and it was just appalling. We queued for four hours and didn't get into what we were going to going for originally. But anyway, yeah, uh, and then we went home. But however, yes. in talking, in waiting with my brother, yes. uh, I was explaining to him about the concept of performance ring. Oh yeah, and my my brother. My brother. uh, My brother, Terry Scott. He said that he would, uh, he'd have a fight with you. And I said, well, I'm sure that Ian's wrestled, uh, wrestled the caller before. I've wrestled, I've wrestled a listener at another radio station and I'm punching, um, someone in the face. It may not be before Christmas now because we're having trouble with the legal side of it, but I will be punching a listener Mm. in the face soon, yes. Ah, well, no, my brother, uh, Glenn, said that he, he's happy to wrestle you and not, you know, he reckons he could take you down. Well, that's, that's, that, it, it, that must make him very excited, um, but I shall not be wrestling Glenn. Okay, I'll, I'll let him know. But thanks for telling me. No worries. Um, look, the, let's go try line two. Two, you're the last one for this hour. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian Hartings. Um, I emailed you there, uh, or tweeted you for a while back, thanking you for keep me entertained in hospital and I've been watching all your interviews Richard Herring uh, oh thank you uh, Adam Buxton and everything just to catch up on you because it's been a while since I've seen you on Rise and um, the English show I hadn't caught you on radio for a few years but I have a bone to pick with you you're going to have to call back after the news my friend bones are plenty get your bones out uh, let's see if we can get as many bones on the radio as possible to celebrate the new talk radio number the whole show is straight to air this evening this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. And we're going to take calls straight to air for the whole show tonight because there is a brand new, cheaper, nay, for some of you, free phone number. This is literally the best thing that could have happened to Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee, on air and off the leash. On Sork Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 08444991... Stop the music, stop the music. I balls that up there, didn't I? I got the wrong, uh, I gave out the wrong phone number. You can still phone the other phone number, but it'll cost you money. So, the new phone number, the new talk radio phone number is 03444991000. 03444991000. 
991000. Now it sounds weird now I'm saying it like that. You know when you say something too much it goes weird? It loses its meaning. Anyway, that's the phone number. Uh, standard rate, possibly even free, if it included in your inclusive minutes. So it's free for some of you to call the radio station. Why would you not phone up Julia Fartley Brewer and prank her? Why would you not do that? I'm tempted to do it. Um, you can join us on Periscope as well. Uh, 1,300 people on Periscope. That's insania. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Hello, everyone on Periscope. Uh, if you're around the world, you can call us. I'll be happy to talk to you. Uh, the way it works tonight is no screening of the calls. Instead, I'm sat here. There's a switchboard in front of me with 10 lines. And I pick one at random and I go, line nine, you're on the wireless. You are my friend, friend. You're the friend. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Now, if anyone can speak Morse code, um, I wonder what that was. That was definitely a message. That was definitely a message in Morse. Does anyone... Do they do Morse anywhere? Do, Do the military... Still do Morse code. It's the most ridiculous system of communication. I mean, when would they ever... I know Bond sometimes does Morse code on, like, his watch, doesn't he? He'll tap his watch. Or if Jack Bauer gets kidnapped um, in 24, he will... And he's being filmed by the Taliban or um, the so-called Islamic State... As he's talking and he's saying to the president or his wife, he's he'll be tapping on his chest, right? He'll just be tapping nervously or on his chair like that. He'll be tied to the chair and he'll just be tapping like that. And then the president will be watching and go, hang on a minute, zoom zoom in on that, zoom in on his hands. Because apparently they've got technology where they can zoom in on the hands. Um, He's doing Morse. He's doing Morse code. And they'll know that he's doing Morse code and he's giving them the coordinates to to, to where he is. So um, in answer to your question, Ian, yes, Jack Bauer still does... um, Morse code. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi there, how are things that, Ian? Um, I just want to compliment your show, first of all, it mixes the poignant with the silly, with the serious, with all the great aspects of talk radio. But I have a bone to pick with you. Um, uh-huh. I, I know that you're a big Beatles and Monkeys aficionado. Yes. And um, I googled just curiosity sake, because I wanted to ring you to ask you, what you thought of Elvis, but I noticed that you had a show there a while ago. I didn't hear the show, but where you were more or less saying Elvis is overrated and only five good songs. Five good songs by Elvis Presley, yeah. Now, how many of the 700 have you heard? Oh, God. Probably most of them. Would you have heard Long Black Limousine? Uh, Yeah, terrible. Why is it terrible? It's absolutely... Awful. One of his worst. It's even worse it's, it's, than... It's, it's from the highly acclaimed Memphis sections in 1969. Yeah, it's even worse than Do the Clam from Clambake. Do, do the 
plan is a movie song, and it was it's not particularly good. I yeah, admit well, that none of his movie songs were. Well, hang on a minute. Now, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. How many movies did he make? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. So, and yeah. what? About ten songs a movie. Yeah. Right. And you said he'd done seven hundred songs. Yeah. So I half of his songs, half of his songs, according to you, uh, are awful because they're movie no, songs. They're, they're not so awful, we've got rid of. So we're down to three hundred and fifty. Jailhouse Rock, Return to Sender, King Creole, Viva Las You just Vegas, said most of his movie songs. songs. You just said most of his movie songs were awful. I didn't say they were awful. I was, they weren't up to par. They were written quickly. Yeah. But now, so half but of his songs Elvis were substandard Stack movie Elvis songs. Stack, okay. Elvis Stack Sessions, Sun Sessions, the Nashville Marathon Sessions, the ones that he did uh, in the Jungle Room Sessions, they were all brilliant. You can't base his whole career on movie songs. Well, I'm not basing his whole career on movie songs. I'm just making the maths easier. If we so if we, we take a rough uh, calculation that half of his songs are movie songs, or we can jettison them, so right, we're down to 350 songs. Right. So we've got 350 songs well, to look how at. How come so many people? Bruce five. Five of those. Oh. Five of those 350 are good. Would you like to hear the good Elvis Presley songs? Uh, I'll be very curious to which five you pick. Okay, fine. In the ghetto. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, early Morning Rain. Yeah, that's a really, that's yeah. an unusual choice. That's yeah. a good one. Peter no, exactly Paul no, Mary wrote that. No, because I'm, 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 I'm picking the five good, the five good Elvis songs. Yeah. Um, the, um, Just Can't Help Believing. Yeah, that's my favourite. Yep. Just Can't Help Believing. We need, so there are two more really good yeah. Elvis songs. And they are Suspicious Minds, of course. Yeah. And, um... Way Down. It's not a very good song, but it's quite fun. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of fun. So those are the five good Elvis songs. In the Ghetto, Early Morning that Rain, Just Can't Help Believing, Suspicious Minds, and Way Down. Way Down's not very good, but it's a bit of fun. But that's, that's your opinion, and most no. people would not agree with that opinion. No, 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 no. That's, that is, I mean, listen, I know music, as you said. You, you know, I know, I know music. I know, I appreciate your musical taste. Um, so I know what I'm talking about. Most of his, his output, unfortunately for him, is pap. And that's why he, that's uh, why he turned to drugs, because he knew that. Oh, no, he didn't. Uh, buy from Elvis in Memphis and back in Memphis. And I'm not going to do that. Highly acclaimed. Shall I tell you one, of the, you worst, what... one of the worst TV programmes of all time? Yeah. The Elvis 68 comeback special. It oh, is man, if awful. ever there was music that bleeds, that was it, Grail Marcus said about it that special. It was awful. Just terrible. The ego, the, well, Karate, the karate fights. I'm going to Elvis deal with you now. Sorry about that. I didn't expect to have to do this. Is it okay? Just one second, I'll get Elvis to deal this with is, this. This is, this I told earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody else. If I find or hear the individual this. that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. This is a great clip. It shows you how nuts Elvis was. This is him in concert. That is dangerous. That is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends. This, my this is real. To everybody, my relationship with you, my relationship with you on the stage, it is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roof. Someone's. Sorry about that, Ian. That is, and that just shows um, what a pathological liar. Elvis Presley was, because that clip is live from concert, and that is where someone's been spreading rumours that Elvis is a drug addict. And, of course, yeah, Elvis... Yeah, he was never strung out on heroin. He Elvis was, was a drug he addict. Was prescribed, prescri- 
use for medication, of course. Oh, yeah, but he was, yeah, but, yeah, 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 but he was. Why does Elvis get such a bad rap? But but, but hang on a minute, you say prescription medication, but he had doctors on the payroll in the same way that Michael Jackson did. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. He was a drug addict, so he would go on stage. I mean, what a terrible, terrible example to set to his fans. He would go on stage. Um, and and professed to be completely anti-drugs, and yet when he was strung out of his mind on drugs, he forced his way into the White House to meet President Nixon. What with what a terrible, terrible example to set to the youth. Awful, awful man. Listen, keep up the good work on the radio show, and it was a brilliant call. Thank you very much indeed. I mean, Elvis Presley really was just one of the worst examples of a human being there ever was. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, sir. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. You talking about Elvis songs? Can be. Hello. Yeah. That last conversation. Uh, the, the last conversation. Well, we have to do conversation because it's a talk radio station. No, our little last conversation. The song. Awful. Didn't like it. No. No, terrible. When they remixed yeah. it, I quite enjoyed the remix, but that was because of the skills of the um, the dance producers. The Elvis song itself is the original song is a very very weak, flimsy song, isn't it? It is, yeah. But the remix is good. Well, the, yeah, the producer behind that was a genius to 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 get yeah. something half decent out of what was a, a very limp original recording is is pretty amazing. Yeah. Right, and all the new stuff with the Philharmonic um, Orchestra is good as well. No, I mean, what a waste of uh, what a waste of an orchestra. <laughs> well, that's one way of looking well, at it. Is it's just, a, it's just a waste. And what they're basically what they're saying is the original songs weren't very good, so we've got an orchestra to try and make them sound a little bit better. Or, or were they that good that you could actually put an orchestra to them? No, that's not how music works. Do you not know think? No, no, no. I'm fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> Let's go to line uh, six. You're on the wireless. You're all right, mate. Yep. It's Jamie. Hello, Jamie. The bloke that you're supposed to punch in the face. Yep, yep. It's happening. How's how's that <laughs> face? How's that face looking? It's beautiful. It, w- it won't be much longer, mate. It won't be much longer when this fist smacks into it. We may have, we may not be able to do it before Christmas, Jamie. It might have to be in the new year because we're having a little bit of trouble um, with the, just health and safety and legals here. But it will be, it will get sorted out. I have a good assurance. I will be able to punch you in the face in front of a paying audience. Is this like your safety net, just in case you like chicken out and that? I'm oh, not, the I'm legal not, department said I can't do it. I'm not going to chicken out. Why, why would I chicken out? Your face, my fist, they're going to meet up soon and people are going to pay. 100-seat venue, 10 quid a seat, beautiful. Yeah, but you rely on that hand a lot for all your work and stuff. And what do you mean? You don't want to break that dainty little fist on my face, do you? <laughs> I know, listen, Jamie, mate. I know, um, <laughs> I know you're trash, what they call trash-talking me, but... Um, you're not very good at that. You're not very good at the trash talking. If I were you, I'd go and have a, a a long look in the mirror, try and get some selfies taken because that face probably won't be with you in uh, in the next year. So um, I'd go and look at yourself, mate, and remember yourself as you are. <laughs> yeah. That this face has taken many a beating. Oh, I bet your face. I bet your face has taken plenty. But you've taken plenty oh, in your face, haven't you? Huh? <laughs> taken loads in my face. Yeah, but you've, like, you've taken loads, loads in your face. Have you taken actual loads in your face? 
loads. loads. You've taken I mean, loads in your face. Loads. <laughs> Jamie, let face. me get this right. All over my face. You've yeah. taken loads in your face. Yep. Thanks very much for calling, Jamie. That says it all, buddy. Um, let's do one more and then we'll do a break. I'm enjoying this too much. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Are you mad? Thanks very much. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's a three instead of an eight. We've got a new phone number, um, which is um, standard rate, or it could be free if it's included inclusive minutes. So it could potentially, for a lot of you, be free to phone up Talk Radio. And that's the whole station. So, Paul in the morning, and Julia uh, in the morning, and John, and um, uh, Sam Delaney, and you've got Johnny and Ash for this week, and then it's James Whale and Ash next week, um, and me. It's it's free for a lot of you. So, to celebrate that, we're taking calls straight to air all evening. 0344 499 1000. You phone up. I've got ten lines in front of me. It's busy. It's busy. It will slow down in this half an hour. The number of calls tends to slow down a bit, but let's have a go. Um, let's go through the board. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. You've got your cheek all right here. Thank you, because they help with you. That's where you start your journey. Here I am in my house, nice and cozy. Then you poke your head out the door with a sea cord. Everything looks okay out here. Maybe I'll take a walk outside to the decor. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hi, is that James Whale? Yes, it is. I know, I wasn't actually expecting you to say that. Could could I say it again and can you say no? I'll say what I want to say. I'm James Whale and it's 1996. No, no, no. So I say, is that James Whale? Yes, it is. And here's Jerry Hayes and Cookie. No, 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 no. What you say is no. I'll say what I want to say. It's 1996. Is that James Whale? Yes. And there's Jerry Hayes and Cookie. (sighs) What do you want, idiot? I'm James Whale, you idiot. Is that James Whale? Yes, it is, you idiot. Uh, Oh, I can't wait till he takes over this slot. Thank you. Let's go to line three. We're going to work our way through the switchboard. Line three, you're on the wireless. Not bad. Looked at the screen and what I saw was Okay, it got a little bit bad there. It got a little bit bad there. What was that? That was line four. It's got a line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Hey Ian. Hey Eben, how you doing, man? Hi. Good, thank you. Eben. I'm just bring up to say thank you very much for accepting me to come to performance swing. 
And thank you for organising such a great night. Oh, mate, listen, for those of you who missed it, Eben was one of the stars of Performance Rig. He wasn't even there. He was in a different country, Wales. Um, but we hooked up via the magic of Skype and just by the magic of Vimeo, just, we got to see the film. We had, we, we, Eben and I were frantically messaging each other before the show because uh, you were trying to send it via Dropbox and it wasn't happening and yeah. I was able to grab it for whatever reason. Um, so you sent me the Vimeo link, which is like YouTube, and um, boy, oh boy, Eben, I, I, I stopped. Br- I stopped breathing when we got thirty seconds into it. It froze, but, yeah. but we got there uh, and it worked, and um, and people really enjoyed it. And I, I don't know if you were able to then see it on Periscope as we were showing it, but um, people really, really yeah, enjoyed I did it. See it on Periscope. Got a good response, didn't it? Yeah, it was really good. Brought a tear to my eye. Do you see? Did it? And like never seen people like in a crowd watch my like films oh, before. Oh, that do you know what, Eben? Thank you, mate, for saying that because that um, I was I was really wondering. We had you and we had G, our, our remote um, kind of act, and I was really wondering how it would work from your perspective. Whether you'd feel, I'm, you know, I'm guessing you're in your room or wherever. How you, if you would feel part of the whole experience and you saying that is um mm. it, it it proves it it worked it worked and um, there were there were about i think there were about 90 people there in the night uh and you got a huge round of applause man they really really enjoyed it i tell you it was a great film it's about the red bull diving competition um but that's that that smug git who was doing the handstands i you know yeah. i thought that was a little bit too flash yeah. I know the, the 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 trick was to be flash and that's why he won but I thought that was a little bit too flash. From the because it's been in Wales a couple of times from the last time I took a picture down the first time I took yeah. but the second year and I got all the divers to sign it. Oh wow. And that was pretty incredible. It looks like an amazing event. How does it remind me the, the the how are the women and the men jump from different heights? How high was the men's? The men's are 27 metres and the women are 22 metres. Well, because they're such dainty flowers. Um, but still, I mean, I hate I hate jumping into the water from the side of the pool. I genuinely do. I don't like jumping in. So to do it from that, it, I mean, it looked absolutely incredible. And also, what a stunning bit of coastline as well. Yeah, it's in Aberide, Pembrokeshire. Oh, sounds very sounds very fancy, Eben. Mate, listen. Thank you for sharing it with us, and um, we'd, we'd love to get you back at a later date and maybe show something else. Yeah, okay, that would be absolutely great. Nice one, man. Thank you, Eben. And let us know when it goes thank up you. on YouTube, or if you put it on YouTube or wherever, and we'll we'll, we'll tweet the link and do it's, all of that. It's already up on YouTube now. If you tweet me the link, Eben, I will retweet yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice thank one. You. Thank you very much. What a nice, what a nice young man. Um, it brought a tear to his eye, Catherine. We did good. We did good. 1,700 people on Periscope. That's literally almost what we get listening to in the Rage House. Uh, that was five, so we're going to go to line six. Line six, you're on the wireless. Is the answer Ghostbusters 2? No, it's not, but thanks for calling. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. It's 
it's just a little bit out of my key, that one. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's Neville from Cardiff. Hello, Neville. Hello, I've been thinking recently about um, some of my favourite female celebrities again. Oh, dear. Yes, and I, I was wondering if you would mind if I would sing a song about them. Um... I will do it live. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yes. I, I have to be careful because if I play it too loud, somebody upstairs might shout at me. You'll wake your mum up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. But here we go. Yeah. I can't hear a word you're saying. I can't. Could you hear it? Or is it just me going deaf? Um, we need to done a full run of the board. Let's go to line nine. Nine, you're on the wireless. I'm your only oh, friend. I'm not your only friend, but mm. I'm a little Millie. glowing friend. But really Millie used to call me at the other place. Me your friend, but I am missionary in the end by the light switch. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Nothing puts you fine upon all it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Love you, Ian. Yo, and line 10, a full run. We've never done a full run of the switchboard at top before. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Democratic Party, I've voted for over 20 years of my I'm, I'm deaf. I, I've lost my top range, so I can't hear. Well, you can't hear either. Okay, well, that, that was a disappointing one to end on. Uh, but I am going deaf, and I am losing my uh, my, my top range. Um, oh, well. We'll have to make do with just what we've got. And that's it. I think that's the first ever full run of the switchboard on talk radio, dear listener. We can go home now if we want. No, we can't. 03444991000. Call straight to air all evening to celebrate the brand new phone number. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We, on Periscope, we were up to 1,800 people and then it's just done that... It's nosedived. Uh, and it'll go down to about 250. Um, which is which is still a, a cracking figure. But we were holding over 1,000 for, for, for about an hour and a half of the show. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Wow. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, I should have mentioned the p- podcast to them. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Um, back after yesterday's adventure in um, a haunted pub. Um... In a little bit, maybe after midnight, we'll we'll see. Um, we'll get Kath to come in, and she can play us some of um, what happened when she went off with the uh, the um, mediums, the paranormal investigation team, to um, hear their spirit box. Um, we met some really interesting characters and some very um, nice people. 
And it was it was bloody spooky, actually. No, I think it was very, very spooky. Kath is is being a bit hard nosed and a bit. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't scared. You know what I'm saying? Our kid they didn't scare me. There was now then. There was nothing there to scare me. Now then, I was not scared in that pub. Let me tell you something. Um, but you'd have to be. You'd have to be insane to not say to, to 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 think that there was not something spooky going on. It was very very spooky in that pub, and I heard things, and I saw things that could not be explained. That simply could not be explained. Oh three four 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 nine nine. 1,000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Calls 0344-499-1000. Call straight to air to celebrate the brand new phone number. We've had more calls tonight than we've had in the last two or three weeks put together. Let's go to line six. Six, you're on the wireless. As Aristotle once said, Izoi ine inanguri igineke ine tipodilato. Okay, that was lovely. Line two, you're on the wireless. A new year, a new look for the evenings on LBC 97.3. Clive Hall, Monday to Thursday, late nights from 10. Who's an attractive man with a beard then? My uh, third husband. Yes, it's someone we might have seen. <laughs> I rather like Richard Silver. Oh, oh my God! Really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, now we're quite worried about you. Fly Paul. Monday to Thursday nights from ten, and Ian Lee oh. weekday evenings from seven. Starts January the eighth. Glad you're on the wireless. I'm on the wireless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the wireless. Yeah, they may not. The host conversation. That was my. Thank you for that. That was really nice. That was my. That was my last slot i think on lbc seven till ten and i hated it my least favorite slot it's a really tough slot on radio to get phone calls because um kids are going to bed having their baths and going to bed um people are having their supper people are watching um the soaps the soaps are on that block between sort of seven and nine is is key tv time uh, so I, that was my last shift at LBC, and I'd done all the others. I'd done weekday, uh, weekend evenings, weekday evenings. Um, I did drive. I did the drive time show on LBC for about eighteen months. Imagine, imagine, and it was this. It was I was doing this rubbish on there. Oh God. Um, and then they put me in the seven till ten slot, and I didn't really like it. And I knew my I knew my days were numbered, but I had um, a great time at LBC. I had some wonderful bosses. The reason I am here, and the reason you are listening to this show, and the reason you like this show, and you take this show to heart, is because of two of the bosses I had at LBC: a bloke called Scott Solder, and a bloke called David Lloyd, who. Um, uh, 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 not only allowed me to come in and mess around. When I started at LBC, it's really boring show. It was I, I replaced Brian Hayes, and um, uh, I would go through the papers with my producer. We didn't really get on very well, and we'd pick out these stories and we'd go in and we'd do stuff like um, misheard song lyrics and probably did old sweets. We did all of that stuff, and my boss Scott brought me in one day and he said, um, "It's great what you're doing." Why don't you try going in one day without having read the newspapers and just talk about your day? And I got quite angry with him. What? 
and I got. I, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good. I think a lot of us are like this. I'm not very good. Uh, um, um, be, uh, uh, be people making suggestions on how I could improve, uh, in terms of work and art, but also in terms of life. And um, I was like quite angry and affronted with him that he would make this suggestion that my show could somehow be better, that it could actually be better than the gold I was churning out. Um, but he was absolutely spot on, and I tried it. I went in the next next show, the next Saturday, I think it was Saturday and Sunday, and um, I did it without the newspapers. And it was terrifying, but, man, it was freeing. And uh, him and David Lloyd allowed me to do that, and they put up with me. I was, um, I was petulant. I was um, arrogant. I was full of ego. I was um, obnoxious and argumentative, and I called Scott the worst word in the world. The worst word in the world, in the office, in front of everyone. Awful behaviour. They should have sacked me for that. Um, and, y- you know, I- I'm forever uh, uh, grateful that they didn't. They didn't. They kind of they nurtured me and took me under their wing. So thank you very much, Scott. And thank you very much, David. Um, it, I wouldn't be here now because I wouldn't have found, they wouldn't have given me the key to uh, to unlock, you know, this, this, whatever this is. This that just had 1,800 people watching on Periscope is now down to 170. I wouldn't, I wouldn't still have a job. Or maybe I'd have had more jobs and better paid jobs. I don't know. You just don't know, do you? Um, but they also let me, um, so I do a show five nights a week, and then they uh, they let me go in on a Sunday for mates' rates and do this, do straight to air every Sunday night, 10 to 1, and it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And the last, we used to call it Triple M, Mixed Mental Mayhem, and the last show we did... And the new bosses had taken over, and I knew they wanted to get rid of the Sunday night show. So the last show we did, we, there was a Japanese band whose name escapes me, and they they were in London, and they came into the studio, and there were about a dozen of them, and only one of them spoke English quite badly. Or did we have a listener in translating? We might have had a listener in translating. Um, or maybe one of them spoke English quite badly. So it was really stilted conversation. It was wonderful. And they were brilliant and they were playing. And then one member of this band was also a member of a, a, a Japanese band called the Kurikoda Quartet. And uh, his three other bandmates were in Tokyo. And we phoned them up in Tokyo and they performed a song live down the f- three of them in Tokyo, one of them in the studio. And this, I haven't got the actual recording, but this is um, the song that they performed live, and it was just wonderful. Hang on. Oh! Oh! And it shouldn't have worked, and it did work, and it was beautiful. And um, my new boss, I knew he had it in for me, and so I completely disarmed him when he took me out for lunch. I completely disarmed him by going in straight away going, hey, it's really nice to see you. I was thinking maybe we should stop Sunday Night Show. He's like, what? 
I said, yeah, I think we should stop. I think maybe we should make the last, the one we've just done, the last one. I don't think we'll ever do it better than that. Completely disarmed him. I would like to literally disarm him. <laughs> he, was, he was a thoroughly unpleasant gentleman. Who I'll probably end up working with again, such is the nature of this business that, um, that uh, uh, people like that uh, keep getting work. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello, you're on the air. Nope, you're too slow. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. have it on good authority that that's actually something really um, rude, right? But someone's t- tweeted me saying, you should have bleeped that Morse message. Bleeped the Morse message. Uh, it was highly offensive. Um, and I wonder, and this is a genuinely interesting point, what are the rules on swearing in Morse code? Because we're not allowed to swear in other languages, are we? Because that, well, well no, we can't, because um, uh, that would offend... Um, you know, I, I know many swear words in, in Hindi and Urdu, but I'm not going to sit here and say them. I can talk about playing the banjo. Just. Just. Um, but I couldn't say any swear words because that would be deemed offensive. Is there an off... If there was swearing in a foreign language and we knew about it, that would be... That could be... Uh, and we didn't apologise and we let it continue. That would be... And that could be an upheld Ofcom. If there was continued swearing in Morse code, could that... Because there will be some, you know, member of the RAF or someone will be driving along going, Bloody hell! What the hell is this filth? I'm going to complain to Ofcom in the morning! There'll be someone somewhere, won't there? That's upset. Um, Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, sir. How are you doing? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just um, glad to hear about the new number. That's great. <clears throat> the what? The new number. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's it, <clears throat> it's it's standard rate, which is cheaper than before, yeah. and it may even be free for some people. I think it's brilliant news. Well, it is for me because I've just been on. I've been hanging on the phone, and it's not cost me a penny. Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, that's one improvement. Are they looking at some point of having like some kind of like frequency on it, either FM or medium wave? No. No, because that's uh, okay. a whole different um, shift. That involves licensing and um, uh. applying for licenses and stuff. And, and, and no, it is, it's, it's definitely staying on DAB. I'm having lunch tomorrow with my boss. And wouldn't it be great if he said, Ian, I'm not buying you dessert but what I am buying you is uh, a brand new car, and I'm going to make sure that there are full show podcasts. I expect neither of those things will happen, but we'll certainly be talking about <laughs> the full show podcasts because I keep bugging him. It's, fan- it's fantastic, though, as well, especially because it's just, I mean, just listening tonight, it just sounds so much better. Yeah. Well, good, listen, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you've, you, you, you've got the number. I'm glad you're calling in. Let's take one more before we go to the break. Line six, you're on the wireless. Oh, nice one, Ian. Thanks for that. I appreciate your honesty. Hello? Hello? Huh? Nice one, Ian. Hello? Yes? Hello, Ian. 
It's Ian calling from um, the past. Oh! And um, yeah. there's something that's been yes, bugging yes, me this, for yes. quite a while. It's not a Friday, and, yes. Um, uh, He's good. It? And like Ringo Starr there with a bit of a transatlantic draw. Uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, Ask me. but me and the guys Ask. Um, have been chatting over a few burgers and milkshakes. Ask um, me the question, Ian. And we want to, I want to know. Ask me. I want to know. Yes. Are you ADHD? No, I'm not, but thanks for asking. Oh, nice one, Ian. Thanks for that. I appreciate your honesty. Well, I'm glad we cleared that mess up eventually. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You've heard him on the radio. You've seen him on television. You've heard him on the podcast. Live in London, Ian Lee. Ladies and gentlemen, live on the wireless. Um, It's the first show in the studio with the brand new phone number. We were out yesterday in the haunted pub. Um, the Bait Hall in Macclesfield. Boy, it's a long drive. It's a long, long drive. Um, spooky show. Uh, and we heard some really spooky stuff. If you missed it, we've put up the... Um, for me, the best bit was speaking to Nick, who was a gentleman who turned up in the pub and said, you might want to talk to me. I see things. Oh. And we did talk to him, and he see things. He sees things, man. Uh, and we put that up as a podcast. That'll be on your usual podcast providers. Let me pick two: iTunes and Acast. You can get the podcast from there. There are other places you can get it from uh, 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 as well. But um, while we were away, they've changed the phone number to Talk Radio. Seven months into this journey, we've got a cheaper, if not free phone number which is brilliant news 0344 499 1000 so they changed the 8 to a 3 makes it cheaper um and to celebrate that tonight we're just having a special call straight to air night and i think it's kind of good to do something stupid after the mental and psychic stress of yesterday and also i'm tired and i've been driving for six hours and Oh, man, and I'll be up early tomorrow. I've got a really busy week and a really busy weekend and blah, 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 blah. So let's just have a, a, a few hours of absolute nonsense. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hi. Sorry, it's, um, I'm calling from Sydney, Australia, so it uh, could be some technical difficulties. Hello, Sydney, Australia. What have you got for us? Uh, uh, Ian, I just wanted to uh, call in. So um, I'm an expert, as you can probably hear. I've been listening for um, probably about six months now. Um, I didn't find you from Scroobius Pip. I was just uh, scrolling through, saw your fine name. I thought, listen, I just wanted to say I've really enjoyed it. Um, oh, nice one. And uh, really enjoyed your um, your take on depression and mental health, having gone through that. It's kind of part of the reason I moved to Australia, to be honest. Wow. So why, why, thought maybe why, I could... <laughs> why did you move that? Why, uh, how did you think moving to Australia would help? The, what, what some people call the geographical. Well, yes. So, um, it wasn't so much a, a, this will fix it. It was, um, I need to try something that's going to challenge me and stop me falling back on the same old techniques, if you like. Yeah. Of... You know, oh, I'll just fall into this hole and into rhythm, and like maybe if I'm if I don't have someone to call up and sort of say, oh, you know, maybe it'll push me in a different direction. Um, 
and I wanted to try and not be on antidepressants anymore. And I thought, yeah. you know, what if moving somewhere new, doing a challenge, getting a bit of sunshine, um, can do it. So, um, and, and, and it did work. It took a while because you can't just come off those things, mm. um, you know, straight away. Um, and I still uh, have a very small dose of the one you hate, Effexor. But I have to yes. say that, you know, put, putting yourself out there and sort of just saying yes to things and having a crack, um, well, yeah. terrifying, did, 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 did the trick, I oh, think. That's brilliant. Extent. Well now, done. Two boys like you have. Um, but also, just um, I think your show does important work for people like that as well. Um, well, I don't know if I agree with the last point, but I appreciate you saying. How, how, old, are you, how old are your boys? Uh, they're two and four. <laughs> that two-year age gap yeah, so is, um, is 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 wonderful. Mine are six and four now, so I'm going um, oh, to just they just they. I, I didn't see them yesterday, and I didn't get to go trick or treating with them because we were in Macclesfield. And I spoke to them today, and um, my eldest was t- my eldest is like quite bookish and quite geeky, right? And he's 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 kind of a good one, and the younger one is is the naughty of the two. But the eldest was was going, yes, daddy, so. Um, oh, I just farted on my brother's head and he ran off and that was it. <laughs> and that was it. You could just hear them <laughs> laughing in the background. And I thought, I've not spoken to him for two yeah. days. But, do you know, what? just hearing that, hearing that is Brilliant. magical. You know, absolutely Cause wonderful. Because he's, he's happy. Yeah. He's telling you what's important to him. Ours are just sharing a room for the first time. Uh-oh. And it's hysterical. I, I, I sit and listen outside the door. And uh, the conversation last night was... I'm trying to sleep, Charlie. And then Charlie's saying, do a fart, do a fart. <laughs> and it went on for 20 minutes, but um, but it's a joy. But I did want to ask you about, um, you, you said something about Effexor a while ago. Uh, and I wanted to, I, I couldn't remember what it was, but oh. I think you were, you didn't like it. I, I was on Effexor a, 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 a long, long time ago. I mean, about 14 years ago. And uh, I was on a lot of Effexor and I was on a lot of combinations of antidepressants. I can't remember what. Um, but I was also, um, uh, how do I phrase this? I was also self-medicating somewhat. Got you. So Got you. the, um, yeah. uh, the effects or uh, when I went to my psychiatrist and said, oh, maybe I should tell you I'm doing this, this, and this. He went, ah, right. Okay. Let's, <laughs> we need to do something different. <laughs> um, and now I don't self-medicate in any, it, 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 chemically or, uh, so, um, I don't really remember what the effects were. I remember when I forgot to take the effects or I would get like really That's sharp electric one. shocks in my brain. Yes, yes. I, I get um, the equivalent of vertigo um, if I forget to take it, and it feels like I'm going to fall over. Uh, yeah. So that's why I'm 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 now on just 37 milligrams, and I'm trying to come off that altogether. But I'm conscious that you know you've got to keep a work. So I, I, I still do CBT, which I think is incredibly. The th- can I? Can I? Valuable. I'm going to say something uh, vulgar, right? CBT. Sure. Now remind me what it stands for. Mm. Remind me what Cognitive it stands for. Cognitive behavioural therapy. Right. Because yeah, you know cognitive it, behavioural therapy, yeah. You know it also stands for, I'm going to say something rude. If you need to dump this, Ed, I'm going to let this be <laughs> your call, right? CBT <laughs> also stands for cock and ball torture. <laughs> yes. Did you dump that? You didn't. You let that go out. Okay. Uh, they let that go out. I wasn't I've never sure. understood that. No, nor have no, I, but it's, it's it, not, it, it really um, worried. <laughs> and that's the one I know, I know what it stands for, but I, I can never remember what the other CBT stands for. Brilliant. And I just well, think it's weird that, that those two you things... You know what? 
Jobs. <laughs> I wonder why I've had strange looks when I say I'm just up for my CVT session. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's incredible because it's one of those, it's like, uh, it's, it's amazing techniques. And, um, you know, it's not, contrary to popular belief, it's not, oh, tell me about your childhood. It's yeah. not that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just things like accepting it. So, but yeah, anyway, the, the that's why I wanted to call it. I've been trying to get the time right. Yeah, the acceptance is the yeah, see, hard part, yeah. is the hard thing. Uh, it is. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I I'm on antidepressants and I don't want to be on them forever. Yep. Um, but also, sure. I'd know that if I was if I had cancer, I'd be I'd be doing chemo. You know, I've got to take my medicine. Correct. At the moment, I've got to take 100%. my medicine. Otherwise, 100%. I you know, I, otherwise it gets too dark and I want to kill myself. You know, so. Um, well, that's it. I, I think that the, the only reason I was coming up with the effects always is because of the side effects. Um, you know, of missing it, and because other situations of you know, uh, a new job, the kids, all that has meant that the issues I had when I got on it are, are not there. So I'm doing a very, very slow. It's taken me probably four months to come off it, but I've been on antidepressants for around about seven or eight years. So it's certainly not a, you know, um, it's, it's a long process and I'm yeah. trying to do it the right way. But I know it's there if I need to go back and I, I certainly would never feel any kind of shame or no. failure doing that. So it's really important. No. Um Hey, but, yeah, so I didn't get uh, your name. Getting the, getting the time difference. Oh, sorry, Steve. And also, interestingly, it's Stephen Murdoch, which um, <laughs> was one of your finest episodes with the uh, IT man. Oh dear. Uh, bum knows. I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, I'm sorry if you get um, if you get sent abuse. Um, <laughs> it's meant for, for the other Stephen Murdoch. I do apologise. I think he's no, coming on again soon. Not actually. at all. Stephen, oh, uh, listen, mate, it's, it's nice to talk to you. And best of luck to to, to you and your, your, you your two boys. Uh, they sound absolutely delightful. You and too. you wait, you wait till they start fighting. Everything turns into a fight. <laughs> yes, I'm not looking forward to that. But thanks again for the show, man. It's great. Nice one, Steve. Thank you, mate. I'm glad you. I'm glad you worked out the time math. What a nice man. Um, what a nice man. Let's. Um, the phones have gone nuts. This is great. Line three, you're on the wireless. Am I? Yes, you are. How about that? What? How about that? How's about them apples, Denden? When you were out in in uh, yesterday, you were in this where was this haunted house? We were in the haunted pub, the Bait Hall in Macclesfield. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you go over the top from Macclesfield into Cheshire, yes. you go over the top and you pass a pub called I think it's Help the Poor Traveller, nice. and that used to be owned by Pierpoint, the last hangman. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a film b- about Pierpoint um, by. Written by um, Talk Radio's very own Bob Mills. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I say, I think you'll find that he used to own that pub. And that's why he stopped hanging, because he said he wasn't doing any good. But, I mean, we could do a, good, a lot of good <laughs> these days. Is there a lot of one hanging? <laughs> no, they don't. No one wants hanging. You can't hang people. Why not? Well, because, because, because we've, we've hanged innocent people. Yeah, I know, but that's because we did the wrong thing. We used to do like the youngs do, keep them in prison for about 20 years yeah. before you hang them. Yeah. Well, that, that, actually, that would work. Yeah, no, I'm up for that, definitely. Because there are lots of people, I mean, you know, even in Bedfordshire, there's a murder nearly every night. There's no, there's no, there's not a murder every night in Bedfordshire. It is, it's killings all the time. There's not one every night, Dennis, blimey, stop reading the Daily Mail. No, don't read the Daily Mail. Well, no, but there's start a reading it of, then. There's no. A lot of, there's not. There's not. There's not that many. I bet you tomorrow morning they'll find somebody's been stabbed somewhere. Well, don't go out and stab someone just to prove a point. No, no, I, I, I'm not allowed to carry a pen knife anymore. Good. 
You sound you sound like a lethal. No, I've carried a pen knife since I was six years old. You must be tired. <laughs> no. Oh. Small one. My grandfather made me pay sixpence for it because he said if you didn't do that, it would cut friendship. Kids used and to have all, that. They were made for making pens. Yeah. What? Slicing the end of uh, feathers, kids, you know, to make uh, a pen. Kids, I had a pen knife when I was six or seven, yeah. And I carried on my life until they said, now, if you're yeah. caught with a knife in your pocket at all. Yeah. No, yeah. I, had, I had mine taken off me when I, um, when I stabbed a friend in the eye and killed him. Did you? Anyway, Dennis, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. Tati, bye. Um, we'll take a break. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Uh, another hour of Straight to Air, and we'll also find out exactly what happened to Catherine when she went off with some spooky ghost hunters. We're celebrating the new Talk Radio phone number. Call Straight to Air all evening. It's midnight. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee, on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you missed Performance Ring on Sunday, you missed a great night. We also had a very special guest that we weren't expecting. Tony Robinson. Yeah. The Tony Robinson. Mike Marshall set himself the challenge. His act was to find a celebrity to be interviewed during the show. We got Tony Robinson. And he did it well before the end as well. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so hopefully we're going to get Tony Robinson on the show. I've emailed his um, PR, but she's not got back. Really? Um, which normally means... I've, let me just see if Tony Robinson is still following me on Twitter. Um, if not, I'll just respond to his message to me on Twitter. Robinson. Um, um, I don't know, what's his Twitter handle? Maybe he's blocked me. <laughs> it, it, it could have done. Tony Robinson Twitter. Let's have a little look. Let's find out. We'll take some more calls straight to air in a minute. Hang on a second. The internet's doing that thing it does where uh, it doesn't go as quick. Uh, Tony underscore Robinson. There we go. Let's see if he's still Tony underscore Robinson is he following me has he unfollowed me follows me um he's following me uh, so hopefully we'll get him on I'll send, I'll send you the well no I don't I don't want to disturb him too much and she's kind of stepped in um Tom French says I'm listening to Ian Lee and Kath live at 38,000 feet it's like the future but now, how is that even possible? Um, yesterday we were in the Bait Hall in Macclesfield, Britain's most haunted pub. Yes. Um, 500 years old. Mm. 14 purported spirits, although... 21 um, by the time we left. 21 on the uh, uh, spirit box. But yeah. as you'll hear, the spirit box, I think, is open to interpretation. Well, you... I... Can I speak openly and honestly? Well, as if you need permission. I thought you were a real wet rag yesterday. Did you? Yeah, you're a big... What's the damp blanket? What's the phrase? There's a phrase I'm trying to say. A, a realist? No. About, a cynic? There's a phrase about a moist piece of cloth. A damp squib? Damp squib. But I'm, I'm thinking there's a, like a wet Squib's rag. Squib's not a cloth. A wet rag. 
Is that a phrase? You're a bit of a wet rag. I don't know, but you've just insulted me about three times. So you're a, you're justify a your damp blanket. <laughs> what is the phrase? There's a phrase. A wet blanket. That's it. There we go. I'm not, but... You were a real wet blanket yesterday. Right, hang on. I'm the wet blanket, but you're the one who sat downstairs and sent me off into the dark on my own. Yes. Right, okay. Yes, because I was interviewing Dave, who was from the Paranormal Investigation team. What did you think of Dave? A brave man. Very brave man. He said I had balls of steel because he wouldn't have come upstairs on his own. He was a very brave man. He showed me... He showed me some... In, uh, uh, we were talking and I said, right, Dave, listen, let's get down to basics. Can you give me, show me a piece of evidence, a photograph, some film that proves the existence of ghosts? Do you know what he said? Yes, I can. Yeah, he did. And, he pulled, and did he? He pulled, well, he pulled out his phone and he showed me a photograph of him, his mother and his sister. Now... At first glance, picture of him, his mother and his sister in their living room. Like, really nice picture, lovely picture. And then he said, have a look at the... There's a photo on the wall. He said, have a look at the, the photo on the wall, see what you see there. And I went, don't see anything, Dave. He went, right. And he swiped through a couple of pictures and he went, here's a picture of my dad, who was dead at the time that photo was taken. Swipe back. Now look at that picture in the wall see what reflection you see and he zoomed in a bit and I went I'll be honest Dave I can't see anything he said right and he swiped across and he'd already had one zoomed up right and the reflection in that photograph was of Dave's dead dad bullshine I saw it Mark one of the listeners who came and sat with us Saw it, I believe Dom, another one of the listeners, came and saw it. It was incredible. Yeah, totally incredible. We also spoke to Nick. (laughs) 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 Oh, you heard Nick, didn't you, Ed? I mean... Nick, Nick, Nick. What did he have sticking out of his jacket? It, it was like, like a pass. Freshener. No, it was. I, I thought that, but it was like a pass to an event. I don't think he'd been to the event that day. I think it was just. He's a very nice gentleman. I think it was a talking point. I mean, in fairness, we could say what we want because he doesn't he, listen. He doesn't listen. He's not a listener, but he was a great talker. I imagine he's a well, great drinker. Yeah. Um, and we've put that out as a bonus podcast. So if you no, we haven't. That. I thought you did. No, I put it in. The, I mean, it, it just it's we start the podcast with him. Okay, right, fine. Because there was so much. I mean, there was a lot of spookiness. Have we got in the podcast? Have we got David, the caller, the one psychic David? Was he the one that saw? Who was the Who was the one that saw a, a girl in a trench? Was that David? Yeah, I can't. I'm not sure whether we have David in that one. Well, that you should have. I mean, okay. Well, it's over. It's over an hour. Well don't tell. Well, don't because I'm having lunch with the boss yeah, in no, thirteen so, so hours. You, don't give me extra things to put in because it's already over. Why well, have I got to have lunch with the boss? Why can't we just have a meet? If we have a meeting, Why has he not invited me because you're getting fired. If we had a meeting, or you're getting fired. If we had a meeting, it would be forty minutes, and it would either be good news or bad news. Done. A lunch is an hour and a half, and you know I can't do conversation. Yeah. So um, I might phone in sick. I might. Yeah. I might fake a car crash. Like um those insurance scammers do that's what i'm going to do
Uh, anyway, you went upstairs. I went upstairs and it was fine. It was dark. It was a little bit smelly. You know, like old places smell in a good way. Um, the stairs were very rickety and creaky. And there were marks on the banister where we were told people were hanged. Yeah. But I didn't see anything, apart from Dom when he jumped out on me and made me do a swear. But you, um, I was hoping you were going to set up the piece of audio we have queued up. That's what I was hoping you were Oh, right. Do. Well, that was the second time. The yeah. first time, yeah. I went halfway up the stairs yeah. with the crew from the Withenshaw Paranormal Society. Yeah. They were doing some filming. The Withenshaw Bullshine Society. Well, you may say that. No. You may say that. Yeah. They absolutely believe what they're doing. Yeah. And they had like a great big amplifier. Well, not they had a great big amplifier and this thing that they plugged into it. And to me, it looked like an amplifier that was set on white noise and they were sort of scanning radio stations. Okay. That's what I think was going on. And what we they called to, it a spirit what box. What are we about to hear now then? Is them talking to the dead, they think. Okay, let's have a listen to this. I've not heard this yet. Let's have a listen, please. Hey, roll the tape. <laughs> What did you say? Okay, you're Edward. Hi, Edward. Hi, Edward. How old are you? Oh, God. <laughs> Very noisy. Edward, who would you like to speak to? It's giving me a migraine. What do you want to say? Mm-hmm. Edward, there's two voices. Okay. I'm hungry. Okay. I thought one of them sounded a bit like you. I wondered if they were picking you up. I wondered if there was... Um... If you could have maybe pointed the microphone closer to the mouths of the women doing... They were standing right next to the the amplifier. Right. We, so how, the amplifier was close, louder than how them. How close was the microphone to their mouths? Well, look... You had it ambient, didn't you? You had it ambient. I don't know. You just gave it me and it was switched yeah, on. Yeah, but you put it, put it near their mouths. Right. Do you know, no, I, t- I thought you were... I thought you were... I saw you sending a stroppy email to a member of the Talk Sport team saying that you're a journalist. Well... Yeah, so what am I doing standing with a load of bullshiners? It has made me give me. Anyway, do you, do you know what I mean? They were sort of doing that, and then every now and again there'd be a noise and they'd go, "Oh, yeah, he said this." Yeah. No, he never. Well, if, if you'd have caught, got an accurate recording, we may be able to have made up our minds. Unfortunately, wow. Um, we wow. went. But did you go? Up, was your chair comfortable? You're very comfortable. Yeah, actually. just checking. Um, did you go up and sit up there with the the, the our recorder on your own and ask? No, questions? because there was a flipping mob up there you. the whole time. That's what I asked you to do. I think if you remember, yeah. I was up there on my own and then the paranormal team started to feel brave because there was yep. someone up there on their own. Okay. And then he came dashing up and uh, okay. and stole so me you thunder. Didn't, you didn't conduct the EVP experiments that I'd asked you to do? What? Wow. Wow. Wow you. Electronic voice phenomenon experiments where you Hello? sit. Hello? Oh, oh, I can hear something. What's going on? What is, what is your name? Edward. My name is Hillary. Hillary? Yes. How old are you, Hillary? A hundred. Oh, I couldn't, 
you? Why do you want to know? When did you die, Hillary? <laughs> Who are you? When did you die? Uh, which death are you talking about? How many times have you died, Hillary? Thousands. What do you want from us? Who are you? We are peaceful. <laughs> Let me try. Is that, is, that, is that talk radio? Yes. Well, I've come to talk to you, then. What would you like what? to say to us from the other from side? From the afterlife. From the afterlife. Yes. Uh, are you the one that thinks that Elvis only made five records? No, I don't think he made five records. Five good records? Correct. Yes, I do think that. Well, I, I've just rung to, to, to commiserate with you and, you know, you know, I just, I just think it's, you must have a very sad life, if that's what you think. Um... Why? Why have I? Why am I the sad person when when you're the one that's that's obsessed with a, 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 a an overweight, drug addicted, lying hypocrite? <laughs> Who's that then? Elvis Presley. Well, uh, I know that that doesn't sound like him at all. What? You must be talking about somebody else. Well, so you don't like Elvis Presley. I love Elvis Presley. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. What? Huh? Yes. Well, I don't recognise the description you've just given. Well, he, he was, um, publicly, we, we heard a clip earlier on, where yes. he, on, on stage, it's a very famous clip, he um, threatened to pull the tongue out of anybody <laughs> that was spreading rumours about him being a drug addict. You were talking to my friend Trevor. And he was a drug addict. He was a uh, hypocrite and a liar. Well, if he's a drug addict, drug addict so am i because i take no. um, drugs for medical reasons you employ well. you employ your own private personal doctors and get them all to write multiple prescriptions for massive amounts of drugs do you uh thank you at the moment no because my condition you can't hillary you can't seriously argue that elvis wasn't a drug uh, addict i like elvis's music and what what you're talking about's got nothing to do with his well, music. Well, it, it does because the whole image. I'm afraid of a pop star. The whole image. He was a liar. He would stand on stage, and he would lie <laughs> to his fans. He would lie to the president of the United States. He presented this image of being you, clean you cut. There, were you? He, were you there? he presented this image of being a clean-cut, good-living, anti-drug person, denouncing all the long-haired, druggy bands, and he that's was taking more—he was taking more pills says. than Hendrix. That's what the media says. No, it's You're, a fact. You, you, you read too much Daily Mail. No, I don't. I don't read the Daily Mail, Hillary. It's a fact, and you're living in denial, no. and I think that's really sad. <laughs> yeah, but there's lots of other facts as well that you don't know about, well, obviously. And you you know about them, do you? I've, I happen to have read far more books about Elvis Presley than you will ever have the time to read. Really? Yeah. Do, do you know this for a fact? Yes, I do. Because you don't sound very well read. You don't. You don't sound as if. And by the way, am I on live on the radio? Yes, you're live on the radio. Oh, hello, Trevor. Are you listening? <laughs> no. Let's hope he isn't, because you're not doing I'm, very well. I'm sure. I'm sure he is listening. <laughs> as are probably a lot of other people. Well, that that certainly isn't who, true. Who would? Who would? Um, no one's and called in. No one's called in to defend. No one's called in to to defend Elvis apart from you. And you're, well, uh, with respect, you're doing Hillary. Have to be with respect, you're doing a very 
poor job of it. Well, I put the phone down several times. We've been very busy. Couldn't get through. Well, you're, th- you're, you're, you're through now, and I, I'm, I'm wondering if you'll regret in coming through, because you're doing a very no, poor job of defending Elvis. Not in the slightest, no. Now, tell me which you think are his... Well, yes, I have a list of your five. I, um... What do you think about Elvis's um, underage sexual liaisons? It's his music, I love. Ah, okay. So it was okay for Elvis to have sex with with, uh, underage. So did David Bowie, and so did every other pop star. I'm not talking about them. So did Paul McCartney. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You've just libeled (laughs) Paul McCartney, so I'm going to save you from a lawsuit. Paul McCartney, of course, didn't do anything like that. Um, uh, yeah, no, 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 Hillary, I'm saving you from a very expensive lawsuit, so allow me to well, do my bit. Uh, Hillary, Hillary, shut up for a second because I'm saving you. Just libeled someone, one of the richest men on the planet. So I'm going All to right. save you from a very expensive lawsuit. I'm doing you a favour, Paul McCartney. Carry on. Thank you very much indeed, Paul McCartney. What else do you want to say? Sorry. What else would you like to say? I'm trying to save you from going to court, Hillary. Well, if no, you we, want, we, if we, you we, want we, that libel to stay out that. there... What else do you want to say? I want to say that Paul McCartney... You keep on sort of talking about, you know, not music. You're Hillary, talking about... Hillary, shut up. It? Hillary, seriously, shut up, because I'm trying to save your ass from getting sued. Is that all right? Oh, I'm sorry. I've, you've already said that several times. Yeah, well, let me say what I need to say to get you out of the the, the mess you've just got yourself in. Carry on. Thank you. I understand I'm the laws... You won't, you're not waiting. You won't stop talking. Shut up. I understand the laws of libel. You don't. You've libeled someone. I am now going to retract that libel to save you and I from a court case. <laughs> Paul McC- you Will you be quiet? Paul McCartney, of course, has never engaged in anything I- I- illegal, apart from a little bit of smoking of the drugs in the 60s, but, of course, nothing illegal sexually, and we were, we uh, do not uh, stand by that statement at all. That was made by Hillary, and, of course, we don't believe it for one second. Name me, um... Name me a good Elvis film. Uh, King Creole. Terrible. Well, that's your opinion. No, 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 it's, it's an awful film. It's your no, no, no! It's an awful film. Your opinion that it's a good film, but it—it's it, it, not. It—it it really is badly acted. The scene with the young lady whose name escapes me, where she won't kiss him, so he slaps her in the face and then forces himself upon her. I mean, it's a terribly dated scene, isn't it? Well, it is nineteen fifty-six or fifty-seven. Oh, so that makes it okay, does it? Well, that, it's, <laughs> it that kind of misogynism it, it, is okay. And it's recognised to be a good film. By you. And, and you disagree with me, fair no, enough. Yep, yeah, yeah, well, yep. And, and I think most people would agree with me. It's badly acted. It's a poor man. He's trying to be a poor man's Marlon Brando in that film. And he's way off the mark. It's badly scripted. The songs are just substandard. The best song from it, of course, is the oh, theme, King the Creole. Songs. And it's Absolutely awful. Fantastic songs. It's people absolutely awful. Rock and songs. I do don't know your rock and roll history clearly. Well, I, I know it a lot better than you. I know that Elvis's films are laughable. No, they're not. Well, that's not. With respect, Hillary, that's not an argument. You, that, unless you're in a well, Monty it, Python it, sketch. It's as, good, it's as good an argument as yours. Well, it's not. I've just put forward several reasons why that film in particular is awful, mm. and you've just replied, "No, it's not." That's not an argument, Hillary. I like his. Stolen songs are good. He acts very well in, in dramatically in several parts, and there are lots of people who would agree with me. Yeah, and those, all of and those people. Very confident about 
about that, and I'm quite confident that about that. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're your confident. Opinion doesn't really worry me. But yet you've but yet you've phoned up to to question my opinion, and you're saying it doesn't worry. Obviously, yeah. it concerns you. I've not phoned you up to to say that you're wrong about Elvis. You phoned me up to say yes, that know. I'm wrong about Elvis. So my opinion does worry you. No, well, I'm I'm ringing up to. Uh, say that your opinion that I understand from other fans who've contacted oh, me. Oh, so you've not even listened? Uh, that's oh, funny. Hillary. So you're <laughs> phoning up to criticise something you haven't even heard, and you're saying that my opinion... You didn't even hear my opinion, and it well, bothers you so much that you've I've called up to attack it. Creole, and I've heard your opinion since we've been talking. So I know what your opinion is. Well, you, you don't. You know what someone's told you my opinion is. You don't no, know I've what my opinion, opinion is. Since we, since we have been talking to each other. And it, obviously it's upset you a lot, and I wonder why it's upset no. you so much. No, I'm, uh, I'm just ringing to say that there are other opinions in the world, and judging by obviously... But it obviously does upset you. You've, and, you said yourself uh, you've tried talk. to call. You said yourself yeah. you've tried to call several times, and you keep getting cut off. So well, it must bother you. It must bother you so much. You've been waiting for age. I've seen your number, Southampton. I've seen your number coming up quite a few yeah. times. So um, it obviously does bother you. Well, I'd I let let you. it go, Hillary. Let it go. He's dead. <laughs> He's not coming I, back. I just wanted to to ring and say that your opinion, fortunately. It's only one opinion in yes, the world. Yes, and your opinion, fortunately, is only one opinion in the world. Yes, it is. I agree. And mine I is agree. right, and yours is wrong. <laughs> that well, was fun. Thank you, Hillary. I'm going to go Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That was fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Probably when people ring up to argue a point that they've not heard made. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> we're, 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 we're on the Elvis grapevine, guys. That was fun. Um, uh, time for a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Periscope has dropped off. Oh. I did um, a very clever, right on. Well lefty tweet earlier on today. I actually really admired you speaking out. Well, that, the numbers... then I realised what was behind it. The numbers on that tweet speak for themselves. Did it three hours ago. 2.8 thousand retweets. 3.8 thousand likes. Now, I prefer retweets over likes, but I, I get it. And um, how does that make you feel as a person? It makes me feel very, very powerful. Mm. And I'm just starting on my timeline now, starting to get retweets with comments in Spanish. Mm. I've gone global. You. I have gone global. What does it say in Spanish? Do you know? I don't care. It's all for me. It's about the numbers, and those numbers are incredible. In Spanish, does it say "ese hombre solo está diciendo por retweets"? Yeah. Oh, well, that'd be accurate. Um, let me. Okay, let's just find. Um, oh, look! There's someone sent me a picture of a spanking scene in Blue Hawaii. Yeah. Look at you. Um, okay, let me read you. Um, let me read you one. Hang on a second. There's so many, so many. Um, hang on, bear with me. Bear with me. A tomar no cune teno paciencia pra esas coisas now. 
That uh, sounds like Portuguese, but is that just your pronunciation? Is Portuguese. Beautiful. So I've gone to Portugal. Or Brazil. Oh. Or some parts of Africa. Um... Eu vou finger que now Leo confused Ali. Yeah. Is that Portuguese? That's Portuguese, yeah. Oh, I'm big in Rio. All because I did a lefty right on tweet. Clever. Thinking. Always thinking. You've got to be thinking in this game. New media. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Hip, hip, hip. Fake cake. Buy cake. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. No. But it's late at night. It's very confusing. It's late at um, night. <laughs> yeah. um, Bruce, how, how's everyone? Um, Ian, everyone's good. Catherine, not sure. <laughs> Carry on. Oh. Regardless? Yeah. Why not? Or camping. Um... I, I, all I wanted to phone up and say was I had an opinion about Elvis as well. Overrated. <laughs> Hang on a minute. We're going to get a call. <laughs> From someone who hasn't listened. And doesn't care what you think. Uh, this is... Uh, the show this week, right, the, the station, I think, is, is really turned a corner. I think it's partly because of the new phone number. Um, but we had people yesterday calling in who hadn't listened to the show. Um, and with Hillary calling in, who must have... If she'd never listened to the show, boy, oh, boy, she must have been confused by the way that started. Um, <laughs> and it's great that the that, that word is out on the Elvis grapevine that I think he's overrated and he only did five good songs. An and they're good songs. They are good songs. In the ghetto, Early Morning Rain. Do you know Early Morning Rain? To go, oh... No, let me... Oh. Do, you, do you know Early Morning Rain, Bruce? I don't know. It's a great little song. So like a little soft 70s throwaway. Hang on a minute. I like a hunk of hunk of burning love. No, yeah. that is... I just a, a hunk of hunk of burning love. Listen, listen, this is a lovely, lovely little throwaway. Have a listen to this. Little, little, little song he would, he would toss off oh. in the jungle room. Here we go. This is Elvis tossing off in the jungle room. Here we go. <clears throat> three, two, one, two, three. Hang on a minute. Oh, the um, internet seems to have gone completely to cock. We've lost Periscope, by the way, guys, as the internet seems to have... Uh... We'll come to that in a minute, Bruce. Was there anything else before I cut you off? No, that was it. Okay. Oh. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Have you called in to defend Elvis? No, ghosts. Ghosts. Okay, oh. who is this, please, caller? This is David Babcock. David Badgut? Babcock. Oh, did you call to us? Yes, speak to us yesterday. I've never rang this radio station, though. I apologise, sir. What can I do for you, David Babcock? Uh, I, I'm fed up with people uh, throwing people like myself, a, a paranormal investigator, under the, uh, the the wagon. Who's been doing that? Well, well uh, clowns such as uh, Derek Kakara. Uh, people uh, like like uh, people like him, and uh, people just not taking the subject very seriously at all. Not uh, taking it very seriously at all. Um. Hello. Hello. So you're Hi. a paranormal investigator, are you? Yes. What have you seen? It's not so much what I've, I've seen. It's it's more what I've felt and what I've heard. Um, so you've seen it, nothing. It, 
I know what tone you're taking. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Well, well, you, you, you're approaching this from a, a, an angle of humour, and I... I, I no, I'm not. Because it, it's an entertaining show. I've not seen a ghost. Right, OK. So you've not seen a ghost. What have you felt? I have felt on numerous occasions... Have you felt any ghoulies? Uh, I refuse to uh, join you on this level. That's not a I no. I have felt the... I have felt the presence of spirits in, uh, uh, you, you feel sometimes cold. Did they put the willies up so, you? No, no. You, you, you feel cold sometimes, um, and you feel, uh, uh, sometimes the breath, have you ever felt, had someone breathe down your neck? Unfortunately, not for a long, long time, no. It's a very similar sensation. Uh, maybe the, the the lady that's with you. Have you ever had someone breathe down your neck? A lot, yeah. Happens all the time. Right. Right. By very the way, I'm no lady. What have you heard? Hey, man. What have you heard? Hello. Hello, David Babcock. What have Hello. you heard? I have heard. Because um, I've heard quite I a bit about you. I can do an impression of you, of, of, of a ghost. Please do. It sounds a bit like this. Hello? Can you still hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. Yeah. It's as if... It's like, it's, it's like someone struggling. Have you ever heard someone struggling maybe to lift something? Yes, I have. Heavy, or... or struggling because you've pinned them down. Yes, I have heard that quite recently, yes. And they're right. wondering who it is pinning them down. Yes, I know that noise, yes. Well, well they can't breathe because they're... one hand's over their mouth. Yes, I know that noise, yes, yes. I, I think this is a, a matter, matter for the local constabulary, no, not for a paranormal investigator, actually. Is there, something? is there anything... Um, what does your wife think about this? I have no wife. Oh, really? Your partner? Uh, <laughs> the chance would be a fine thing. It, um, uh, paranormal investigators d do not mix well uh, uh, with, with the fairer sex. Let's we should put it that way. Okay. Well, um, well when, and when are you next going to go out ghost hunting? Uh, at the weekend, I'm going to a, uh, a haunted uh, mansion. Uh, uh, it will be dark. It has to be dark for ghosts to be present. Of course. And uh, let, I'll hope that I'll, I'll, I'll certainly get some feelings. You might get a succubus. Pardon? You might get a succubus. Oh, well, 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 this is exactly my point. You're not taking me seriously whatsoever, are you? You know what one of those is, don't you? <laughs> Unless you like it. You're just like a Cora. You're just like a Cora. <laughs> oh, that guy was good. That guy was good. Oh, man. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. In the early morning rain With a dollar Pockets for the sand. I'm alone with 
No, it turns out that song's rubbish. He's barely singing. We're down to four good Elvis songs. This is not looking good for the Elvis Presley fan club. Um, line two, have you called in to defend Elvis? Well, she said, Jeremy Corbyn. Closer to the phone next time, but otherwise brilliant. Otherwise, absolutely brilliant. Let's go to uh, let's go to the other end of the switchboard. So busy all night. Um, line ten, you're on the wireless. Is it me? It's you. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm creeping around my house and it's really dark. <laughs> Why are you creeping around your house when it's dark? <laughs> We don't know what it's we don't know what it's like to be in the dark anymore because we've all got um our phones and even if our phones don't have the torch on it which most of them do the screen illuminates the way so there is no we've always got light on us and I think that's one of the great problems of uh, living in the 21st century that we don't know what it's like to walk from the the kitchen and you've got to turn the light off and you go upstairs and it's completely dark I like to do that though I, I challenge myself what? I do. <laughs> I like to challenge myself what? to go in the absolute darkness and me- no. and wait. Just if you wait for a couple of seconds and your eyes grow accustomed to the light. And you know sometimes... Oh, the darkness. And you know sometimes you can't see things very clearly if you look straight at them in the dark. Do you know what the trick is? Mm. Look slightly to the side, you, you see better. You can't see things if you look straight at them. No. That's that very straight, strange. Slightly to the side. I would suggest your eyes are knackered. Well, we all know that. We all know that. Um, why are you creeping around in the dark? Well, I just I was just going downstairs and the lights were off, but they're on now. So. Are you going downstairs <laughs> to get f- to get refreshments, food and drink? No, I was just going downstairs. Why? I don't know. Are you a ghost? Because they do that a lot, don't they? Could be a ghost. Go down the stairs a lot. Uh, uh, I wish I was a ghost to that. Like Beetlejuice. Mm, don't say it again. Well, she can say it one more time. <laughs> Two more. Yeah, one more time. Well, th- the third time he comes. So don't say it. I've already tried. <laughs> Did he come? No. Catherine. Well, they killed him, so in the film. Wait, wait did they? Was Michael yeah. Keaton Beetlejuice? Yes. Yeah. Michael Keaton's best film, of course, is Multiplicity. Well, not Batman. True. I've never seen him as Batman. In fact, I've not seen Multiplicity. I've only seen the trailer. He was the first Batman. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. Adam West was. Oh. <laughs> True. Adam West is the best Batman. Of course he of was. Of course. He was and absolutely a naughty Batman. brilliant. You're very, very naughty. <laughs> dirty boy. Raunchy. But, well, no, Burt Ward, who played Robin, was, he was a, a swinger. Dirtier. He was a swinger mm. in the 70s. Went to sex parties. Ooh, imagine. Oh, imagine getting that. Yeah, it's tiny, tiny. But he apparently had a big... Um... Well, you only get so much skin. Exactly. 
anyway. Um, hi, uh, I'm. Uh, uh, I just wanted to ask. Yes. <laughs> where you stand on like Bigfoot and like Mossman? Mossman. Moss <laughs> yeah. What's Mossman? <laughs> it's like this. Um. This. I don't even know how to explain. A man like a made bird. of moss. Does that help? <laughs> no. It's like a, a a big bird with man oh, legs. Moth? Are you saying Mothman or Mossman? Yeah. Oh, Mothman. Mossman like wouldn't do anything, bug. just lie there, wouldn't he? Well, so you're thinking of Mothra. <laughs> the Japanese... Is that his name? The Japanese no, no, fictional just... monster Mothra. No, no, I'm thinking Godzilla. of Mothman. Mothman. Mothman is real, and uh, he lives in America somewhere. Well, you know that the squirrels in um yosemite park have got yes. the plague the bubonic plague the mm. black death great yeah that's a true that's actually true <laughs> don't, know you, don't know why you think that's so amusing they, and they have to have it because if they didn't have it mm. then no one would have it and then um the world's ecosystem would get muffed up oh oh that reminds me we have to save the bees yeah, you're right. You're right. We do need to save the bees, but just not in my garden because they're really annoying. <laughs> Line one, you're on the wireless. Turn your radio off, please, caller. It's off. Guys, any chance um, tonight that um, Dirty Wurzel might make an appearance before the end of the show? I've literally no idea what... Um... What? You know what Dirty Wurzel is. I don't know is. what Dirty Wurzel is. It's your Wurzel impression where Aunt Sally gets a right... Oh, Aunt Sally. No. Let, let me go and put on me licking head. <laughs> Stop it. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah! The last, uh, honestly, the, the, changing the number. It'd be interesting to see tomorrow when we do a normal show. We've got um, Hassan's coming in, isn't yeah. he? Hassan Dervish is that his last name? Um, who was one of the performers uh, on uh, Performance Ring? Um, everyone was brilliant. Okay, so I'm not saying this is my favourite and he was the best. I'm not saying that at all. But um, his act, he he kind of works the clubs and he does two or three gigs a week. So his act was perhaps a little bit more polished than some of the others, and. Um, we both thought, Catherine and I, that he was so clever and it was so uh, interesting what he was doing that we thought we'd invite him in to the show for the first half hour of the show um, tomorrow night. I th I genuinely, I think he's going to be big because he had, um, I mean, it, it, was, it was the first act of the second half. It's a great slot because everyone's drunk. Um, I wasn't, though. No, um, but he, he, he totally controlled the audience. And it was that, that the whole point of the, one of the th points of the night was you just didn't know what the next person getting up was going to do. It's not like when you go to an open mic night and it's 12 stand ups and there might be someone who does poetry and someone who does com comedy songs. But you pretty much know what you're going to get this one. You genuinely didn't know what the next person 
was going to do, and that's what made it well, so joy. You genuinely didn't know because you hadn't asked him. No, I know I hadn't, and I'd muffed up the running order. Um, uh, 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 special mention, of course, must go to Dredgeland for pushing a wheelbarrow on the stage. That actually happened, and I love the way that that had been built up into a thing. Yeah. That everyone was was. Oh, your wheelbarrow's tiny. You know what the the next wheelbarrow is going to be? Yeah. The custard. I uh, yeah. Custard man. It's a man who's going to come and eat custard at the Christmas one. Yeah. And um, someone's going to come and play video games. Right. And in February, a couple of lads are going to have a game of Conkers. Now, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, but Hassan was, was um, oh, he was just brilliant. He, he, he obviously, he's obviously a very clever young man. It makes me sick, these clever, the thing, handsome young men. The thing was, though, you know, he was very quiet when you came in. He wasn't pushy. Yeah. Very self-effacing. Just wanted to know where he could plug his um, iPad in. That was all. And uh, as as with all the performers, really supportive of everyone else. Yeah. No one, uh, as far as I'm aware, left once they'd done their bit. Um, and even a couple that felt that they hadn't done particularly well, I would disagree. But that you know, that, that I'm not going to you know, it's, it's them to make up to them to make their own minds up. They stuck. Everyone stuck around. And um, so Hassan's coming in tomorrow, and I think he's brilliant. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be, in about maybe a year, 18 months, I think he's going to be big. Yeah, yeah. I got, Genuinely think it. I got that feeling about him. He needs to sort his YouTube out because he's only got two uh, videos on there at well, the moment. Well, let's see if we can he's help. he's just fantastic. Let- and he's quite sweary. So we're hoping oh God, yeah. he won't be so sweary tomorrow. I'm sure he yeah. can modify his act. Modify your language, young man. Otherwise, that will be the endish. I like the act. It's a little bit blue. Um, but I think I can get you some oh, work in the holiday camps. It was so funny. It was funny. And he's uh, he's got... It, it, anyway, he's coming on tomorrow. And I, I, we've probably bigged him up too much now. But I, I, honestly, I think you'll, you'll, uh, you'll find him hilarious. He was, um, he was brilliant. Um, last ten minutes of the show, nine minutes of the show. And for the first time since we started, since we opened the phone lines at the top of uh, the show, got no phone calls. First time. We, we, we've done two hours and 48 minutes um, with non-stop phone calls. There's always been at least three calls on the switchboard. Um, and sometimes we've had the full ten lines lit up. So I'm happy if you want to leave it there, dear listener. But uh, let me give you up the number. It's the new number. This is the reason we're doing this. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Um, we'll do a normal show tomorrow where we'll, we'll sit and we will talk about things and we won't do calls straight to air. And then we'll, we'll um, do this again on uh, Friday. The last hour of the show shall be straight to air. But if you want to give us a call now, 0344-499-1000 calls cost your standard rate or they could even quite possibly be free if they're included in your inclusive minutes package. How awesome is that? Now I've just opened um, two books. I'm getting... Uh... Oh, that smells unusual. Let's have a sniff. Oh, that's an unusual smell for a book. Smell of fags? No, no. It smells good. It's, oh. a, it's a good one. Oh, yeah, that smells like it's been kept in a wooden... Janie Godley, your book stinks. But oh, in a good way, but un- in an unusual way. I've ordered a couple of books and I've got them sent here just because it's, it's easier. Do you know what it is? It smells ever so slightly mildewy. Yeah. One is the um, uh, Janie Godley's book. Um, she won a lot of people over when she came She's on the lovely. other day. Handstands in the dark. She's lovely at the same time terrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the other book I've got, speaking of terrifying, is The Crimes of Joseph Fritzel. Don't sniff that. Uncovering the truth. This, I mean, this doesn't even look like it's been read. I mean, it's going to be great. And also, um, my friend Dennis sent me a book. Dennis LaCorrier sent me a book. Look at this. Look at this great book. Staying Sane in the Arts, a guide for creative and performing artists. And he's written this true sign of a true gent. And I knew he would. If anyone else had sent me a book, I wouldn't look under the, the cover. But Dennis is old fashioned, is written in the book. I think I bought your book and wrote in it. I didn't read it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not going to read out because it's written. It's, it's a private thing. But I just thought that is proper classy. Proper he's a, classy. He's a classy guy. Seeing Dr. Hook at the weekend. Very, very excited about that. I might, um, I might streak. What? I might streak at Dr. Hook on Saturday. Because it's, it's a dying art, the art of the streak. And I think I might just whip off my clothes mm. and run around, jump on the stage, stage dive. Do you want me to bring a policeman's helmet? Um, I've got a helmet. Line one, you're on the wireless. that for me because i know someone who, could, who knows morse code line two you're on the wireless hello ian hello hello are you, are you scottish in here um have i got any scottish in me yes my, my grandfather was from aberdeen ah because your name's spelt the scottish way yes but the correct anyway. way. my last name is rugby well, it's rugby, but it was pronounced rugby. and my uh the second my dad's cousin used to play for aberdeen that's, I never knew that. That's good. Doogie Rugby. I've heard, I've heard the Rugby name up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm not here to phone up uh, Elvis. That doesn't bother me. No. Nope. Uh, but ghosts, I don't know much about them. I, I've never seen any. But I've, I have watched that Derek Kakora, that guy was talking about, and uh, Yvette Fielding show. Yeah, most but, haunted. Um, did you, uh, did, did you, no, did you don't believe in it? Oh, no, listen, I didn't believe in it, but I'm I'm slowly being converted. Catherine is, um, uh, a wet flannel. No. A damp tea towel. <laughs> no. What is it? Wet blanket. Yeah, she's a wet blanket. Wet blanket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no, all I nonsense. Don't, I, don't I don't understand much about the, the ghosting, but I've been to a spiritualist church. Oh, yeah, I'd and, love uh, to go to one. What happened? Well, this woman said to, she talked to me about somebody, but I didn't understand what she was on about. And I still don't understand what she was on about, so I went back. And? <laughs> and you, so did this... <laughs> oh. Yeah, she was mentioning stuff to me, but I, I didn't know who they were. I've no idea what she was talking about. All this stuff, probably 20 minutes was going on at me about this stuff. Do you suspect... It was nonsense. At the time, yes. I don't know about now. I mean, I'm kind of... You don't even muck about with that kind of stuff, because... Mm. I don't know, I'm just kind of... Exactly. Really about it. This is it, dude. You, you, listen, I'm going to move on, because I'm going to try and squeeze in a few more calls. Aye. Thank you for calling. Nice, nice, talking, nice talking to you. Speak to you again soon, man. Take care. 
Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, it's the ghost of Elvis here. Hello, ghostly Elvis. Hello, I just thought you'd been talking about me so much. Right? It's, been, it's been ever such a pleasure. And I was just wondering, have you, have you got any questions for me from, you know, I'm calling you from the spirit world. Why, why did you let Colonel Tom Parker boss you around? Because your early songs were rubbish, but you, you, you had a real energy, a vitality. Um, and, and maybe yeah. you could have focused a bit more on that, but you allowed the, the Colonel to, to, to manipulate you. Why was that, Ghost of Elvis? Well, the thing is, I mean, you, you know I've always had a good relationship with Colonels, Popcorn Colonels, Colonel Sanders from the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, you know, all these things are quite hazy now. I've been dead for 36 years. I, I really don't know about your attitude, to be frank, oh. Ian. Oh. Um, In that case, I think I we're over there. Thank you very much. Line three, you're on the wireless. It's weird, it's making me feel, gen- and this is genuine, it's making me feel nauseous. Mm. That's quite powerful for a sound. It's not like um, dirty noise. Brown noise. Brown noise. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of uh, Tales of the Unexpected. Oh. Mm. Something's going on in the background. <laughs> oh, hang on, can you hear rubbing your ribs? <laughs> Line one, you're possibly the last call of the night. What have you got for us? Okay. Um, have you ever seen a Ouija board? Have I ever seen a Ouija board? Yes, I used to have one made by Waddington's. Have you done one? Yeah. Did it... Sorry? Did it work? I got more out of the Ouija board than uh, I'm getting out of this phone call. Just wondering if you closed the portal. <laughs> right. Okay, then. No problem. No, I just I couldn't hear what you were saying. It's very muffled. It's gone. Oh, I feel bad now. I don't feel that bad. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you, Ed. That's that done for another day. And um, we will keep you up. There's um, Jerry's thing, just so you can keep hold of that. The Jerry update is already up as a podcast. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. We'll be back tomorrow or tonight at 10 o'clock. We've got Hassan Derwish coming in. Um, until then, from us, ta-ta. Talk Radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk Radio. Give it some lift.